When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Wrestling Rehab Up podcast. I'm your host, Mari Forth, and with me, as always, my co-host, my tag team partner, the Bam Bam Bigelow to my Luna Vachon, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, how are you doing? Wow. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm not, I wasn't ready to be Bam Bam Bigelow. I, I consider myself more of a Luna Vachon kind of guy. I feel like you're more of the Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, uh, you know, rest in peace to Luna Vachon and Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, yeah. There was a really good dark side of the ring on her this week. Um, but, I, you know, I love a good manager. You know I love a good manager. I so. love Luna Vachon, though, yes. actually. And okay. Luna is one of these people who, like, growing up in the North Jersey wrestling scene in the mid to early 2000s, Luna was around um, wow. after her WWE run in the late 90s. And so it was cool to, like, see her and become a fan of her then. So that's awesome. Um, rest in peace, Luna wonderful performer um totally underrated and way before her time and same with, i mean and same with bam bam bigelow so mm-hmm. kudos to you mari for honoring the wrestling history thank you i try look at that you're yeah, so look at that. Look so at us. respect look at and us. reverence and honor look at yeah. you i'm just gonna spend this episode complimenting you <laughs> please don't because <laughs> i'm gonna just get so weird <laughs> <laughs> You'll start wearing sunglasses on the podcast. Like, Mari, it's a podcast. Most people are not watching on YouTube. <laughs> Is you that what the numbers say? The <laughs> That's exactly what they say. We have thousands of people who listen thousands. and, you know. To the thousands. Are, are, and to thousands. the thousands. <laughs> and the tens of thousands, even some, some weeks, depending on who's on. You never know. Finally. Yeah. We don't know. So... How's your week been? Anything interesting? Cool. Interesting. I mean, what's been up? No, I, mean, I mean, look. It's autumn. It is autumn. It is okay. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, look. Let me tell you the one thing that's um maybe not the most interesting this week, but it is I'm 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 heating up if I pass oh, out right. during this podcast. <laughs> um I I'm I'm shooting on my apartment building right now. Well, not okay. If you don't know Russ, if you don't know I'm not sh- oh, this is gonna get very complicated for non-wrestling. But I am doing a shoot on my apartment building because they turned off the air and 
it's still really hot. It was 80 degrees yesterday. It was. I need yeah. air. I need air. <laughs> I don't need heat. It's I don't want heat. This yeah. is all get very confusing for wrestling fans with like the terms like heat, shoot. It's uh, it's fine. It's fine. I, it's okay. Is it fine? The, more, the heat's moral going of the to story my head. Is you don't like the apartment building the and you may pass out head. at some point. If I so, pass out, then Mari going. will finish the podcast yeah. with our with our guest. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, it was. It was like very uh warm where we are yesterday. I went out to like lunch. It was nice, had a little skirt on, it was fun. You know, it's been it's been a good week. I Ooh. I was able to get on the challenge podcast and uh <laughs> they um, let you week. on. They did. Wow. They did. They Look let me that. like guest co-host. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but we're here to talk about wrestling. You don't want to hear about us, right? I mean, <laughs> let us know if you want to hear about us and yeah. we will dedicate more time to that. And then this podcast will, will become a four, like, right. four and a half hour podcast, which like, it's fine. We, we're we here for you. We're just That's, here to give you the people what you want. We're people's yeah, people. We're, just more we're people's content. champions. <laughs> yeah so um but we gotta talk uh, we gotta start with a little bit of the news this week which was we very it. interesting mm-hmm. wwe canceled the tlc pay-per-view uh that the pay-per-view that normally takes place in december i think it was scheduled for like mid-december this this year like december 15th or 16th or something like that but they decided to cancel it i think because they have like a run of christmas shows and then they have a very special like a new year's day style show so they canceled TLC, which honestly, I kind of like. I don't mind that because TLC mm. always being at the end of the year when it's normally that season where you want to gear up to, you know, you want to gear up to um, Royal Rumble. But TLC is basically like a feud ending style pay-per-view because it's supposed to be either a chairs match or a tables match or a ladder match. And, you know, you want to build the feud to that blow off. It doesn't make sense to do that right before the road to WrestleMania start. So, um, and it's a theme pay-per-view that just always seems forced and ham-fisted. So I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not too mad about that. What do you think, Matt? I won't miss her. And <laughs> I'll also just say that like, if we would only, I would assume that if it did happen, we would get at most two TLC matches, maybe right. even one. What's mm-hmm. the point? Exactly. It's fine. Well, we'll see you later, TLC, or not. You know, I'd prefer tender loving care over tables, ladders, and chairs at this point. So, um, yeah, let's go with that. Let's, and at let's this just point, lo- love each other. It's it'll be the holiday season. We don't you need can, chairs. You can do a TLC match anytime. And and the you fact can do that, it on Christmas Eve with your family if you want. Okay, Matt. Like I don't. I just my point is though. Like, why wait to the end of the year? to build these feuds and then they don't even build them right and then exactly it's just annoying like like yeah we could we could have we could see the usos or the street profits or something like that with the new day in a tlc match during the year and i feel like it would feel way more special than if you just like squeeze it in at at the very end i completely agree i think the pay-per-views where they force a theme they could work really well but they haven't they don't work well unless WWE times it right where they have a feud that fits the theme. Exactly. So if they're building up to tables, ladders, and chairs, and then you have, like last year, I don't even think that they, I don't even remember how they approached this, but there was the thing between Lana and Nia Jax where La- Nia Jax kept putting Lana through the table. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they did 
No, they didn't even end up no. doing a match at TLC because Lana was like injured or injured. Out or yeah, mm-hmm, so that exactly. was horrible. Like, th- but that that's like one of the things where they fumbled the bag, and mm-hmm. like something that should have been blown off there as opposed to later on. So, you know, things happen. I get it, but um, yeah, I don't, we won't miss it, will we? Just like we wouldn't yeah. miss Extreme Rules if they got rid of that because they. Oh my didn't gosh! Really Again. Use how did we get more extreme stuff like two or three weeks after extreme rules than we did on extreme rules? Like trolling. it doesn't make sense at this point. Extreme rules was literally just the name of the pay-per-view itself. Like there was like no extreme rules. They are trolling us. Uh, anyways. Uh, what are you gonna do? It happens. Mm-hmm. Rough mm-hmm. life. Exactly. Yeah. So uh yeah, next up we have a little bit more news um yeah. from WWE. Yeah, so I one one piece of news that I saw on Instagram the other day, which I thought was really cool, was from uh, one of the WWE referees. And it's funny because I feel like as I was growing up, when I first met and saw this referee in action, he was going by Matt Bennett, but he goes by Sean. Others just call him Bennett. But referee Bennett with WWE, um, actually just this past uh, Sunday on a national coming out day, posted that he's gay and and came out more publicly with his sexuality. And I think the thing that's really cool, and by the way, if you're looking at the YouTube version, you can see yes. that we have um, the, the Instagram post from him pulled up. Um, one thing he mentions is that he started refereeing at the age of 14 years old and was wow. always really like kind of secretive about his sexuality. And one thing that he said is that he spent his first 10 years in pro wrestling, like terrified of his sexuality, which I'm sure people in wrestling and outside of wrestling could relate to. Like, I even know Mm -hmm. as a queer, as a bisexual wrestling fan that like there was so much homophobia, especially around that Mm -hmm. time um, in the wrestling business, let alone the New Jersey wrestling scene. And, you know, it's cool that he feels like he's able to like live in his truth and just to kind of share some of the final thoughts that Ref Bennett shared here. Representation is important. Always face your fears. Always chase your dreams. Above all, always be yourself. It's worth it. Um, and then the outpouring of love. Again, if you just scroll into the hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds of comments like Sasha Banks, Nia Jax, it, it, so many people posted love and support um, in support of, of Ref Bennett and you know him just living in his truth. So I want to shout that out because it does show a massive like change in the wrestling business for like who is accepted who is welcome. Um, mm-hmm. And I, it's cool that we're seeing like more people who are, who are coming out. I think earlier this year um, during some kind of pride related thing in June, like Tony storm, who's on the main, yeah. Oh, yeah. on the mm-hmm. match um, in the last week with the Queens crown tournament, um, like came out as bisexual, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. And so yeah, it's she did. cool that we're getting people who are more comfortable with that. But I just want to shout out, uh, Matt slash Sean Bennett, because, um, you know, it sucks that he had to kind of feel like he wasn't able to live in his truth. And the fact that he is, is uh, pretty awesome. So who knows if you'll ever hear this, but uh, we, Mm -hmm. we are proud of you and support you and happy for you. Exactly. And it does just such like really good uh, news to really start off with because it's just, it's just going to show you like exactly how you said that the landscape is, shifting and you know hopefully one day it'll be to the point where we don't even have to do all this and it'll just be 
natural and, and everybody's like so what who cares like you know what i'm saying like in a in a good sense like not in a yeah. I, I don't mean to talk down on that but you or know what i'm even, saying or even like in the sense of like ooh, let's get more people who are not like yes. the people we already have like exactly. just more broadly behind the beyond the lgbtq plus community right exactly so it's cool wrestling train we have we did also get some like good kind of like you know, there, I will. Well, this won't be the last time that I mention uh, you know, queer people on this podcast today. Yeah. But I, this is like one of the things that I do really like about WWE is we're getting a little bit more, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see. We'll see exactly, how. and that's what I mean. There's so many people in the business that it just doesn't like not even a shock anymore. So nope, nope. nope yeah. Nope. So uh, also let's. Uh, Go into our promotions, of course. Um, if you have any questions, you can always uh, send them uh, email to uh, wrestling at robhasawebsite dot com. Send us your long form questions, and we'll read we'll read them on the show. You can yeah, also. And I'll just I'll also mm-hmm. just say. Let me stress. I want Uh-oh. I want to like stop down and stress this. Jesus, the way that Ma- see. Do you hear our voices right now? We're talking about things. We could be talking about the things that you want us to talk about. There so you if go. you email us, we'll talk about what you tell us to talk about. We're basically just like, we're yours, people. Like we okay. you're in well, charge. So email us at <laughs> wrestling at Rob has a website.com and we'll just do whatever you ask and tell us to do. There That's basically go. it, right? Yeah, that, I mean that's basically it. Don't don't ask for nothing crazy. I don't know about all that. I mean, you but... could ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes. we'll just ignore it. Oh, I went to spam. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can also follow us um, at Rehustling Rehab Up on Twitter and uh, join the conversation using hashtag Wrestling Rehab Up. Mm-hmm. Tag us. Tell us your thoughts. We'd love to get back to you on on Twitter. We will. Yes, yes. We also have a Facebook group. Well, unofficial. Somebody official. has a Facebook group. Exactly. But uh, you job. can be in it. Exactly. Job has a squadcast is the unofficial official uh, uh, Facebook group for our RHAP patrons or RHAP you know, followers who uh, love to talk wrestling with us. So um, reach out to us and we'll get you in there. Uh, yeah, please. And, and mm-hmm. I'll also say big shout out to somebody who uh, Kristen it's Kristen <laughs> big shout out to Kristen Kristen who's one of our listeners who actually messaged after our last episode and said I oh, want to really? join the group and so uh, Kristen is now part of the job has a squad has a Facebook group feel free to like tweet us or DM us too if you want to be part of it and we could work to hook you up with that but just wanted to shout out Kristen for being a listener and joining the conversation Back yeah, to you, Mari, Kristen. in the studio. <laughs> Please subscribe to our uh, podcast feed, uh, <laughs> the Wrestling Rehab Up. You can get that wherever uh, you get your podcast. Uh, soon we will have a link to our, like, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know what the link is. You follow that link and you can subscribe on any of the wrestling um, podcast platforms. So stay tuned for that. Stay um, tuned. So you can also hopefully you're looking at our very beautiful faces here on YouTube at Rob has a podcast on YouTube. Uh, if you aren't stop what you're doing and go over there. No, I'm just playing. Keep listening. I mean, you can't. Um, I mean, <laughs> our faces don't look that good. Well, but we will have pictures pulled up beyond our beautiful faces. Talk for yourself. I mean, 
I, I just want to lower expectations, especially if people. Can you imagine if people have like never seen like our never seen and they're listening? You know, there's That's something so magical about that. Just like That's true. actually, you know what? I'm gonna put out a special request. If you're not Don't. watching us on YouTube, could you please draw a picture of what you think each of us oh my look God, like, so and then DM it us because it might I, like. I don't that think you should so tweet funny. it because that might be offensive, but DM it to us for our reason. <laughs> or email us at wrestling at rapasawebsite.com with what you think each of us look like. That is so, so funny. Draw um, it, though. We might share I'll, it on the podcast. And also, uh, we want to give a special shout out to the Challenger Hap Up this week. Not just because I was on it. I was just on it this week, I mean, but... Um, yeah. Just go check it out. The Challenger Hap Up. They're covering the 37th season of MTV's The Challenge. It's called Spies, Lies, and Allies. It drops every Friday on the reality TV Hap Ups feed. It is hosted by uh, Brian Cohen and Allie Lasher. And, um, and they are just hilarious people. I love listening yeah. to them. Been listening to them for years when it comes to the challenge. And the challenge is everything you love about Big Brother and Survivor with all the drama dialed up to 10 and uh we're in episode 10 which means it's just starting to get good like if you have never watched the challenge there's mm-hmm. it's always like almost 30 episodes <laughs> but it's still fun and enjoy and, and enjoy what yeah what i watched so i watched only like the premiere episode of this season it, it was mm-hmm. wild and yes like, if i had if i had access to the challenge like through a way that wasn't stealing the show illegally, right. I would mm-hmm. watch it more regularly. Um, but I, it's funny because, like, the challenge All Stars is also coming up soon in literally yes. just like three weeks or so. I think it's around it's around November tenth. I don't know yeah. the exact date. yeah. But yes, anyway, um, I I love that. I'm so pumped. There's a lot of wrestling fan crossover between the challenge and wrestling because we have mm-hmm. the Miz Mike the Miz, the Miz, Miz Annan the one and only castmate of Coral from the real world New York and New York, you know I have to just say I'm I watch the re, well you could watch the wrestling wrap up but mm-hmm. first watch the challenge wrap up just leave us alone and go listen to the challenge no, wrap what? up and subscribe I don't know what yeah. I'm getting carried I, away I, like I just Brian love Brian Allie, and Allie so listen much to us, <laughs> listen to us first and then go listen to them yeah. And the good the good thing or is if you're if you're new to the show, uh, Brian and Allie will fill you in on everything you need to know, so you can just jump right up, jump right in. They always say, "Come for the recap of the show, stay for the chaos, the games, and social media messiness." So please go yes. check out the challenge wrap up. That's great content if you're not already following that. Okay, that's oh. it. That's it for the plug. Oh. So oh, oh no, oh no, that means. It's- all right, yes. I'm I'm too pumped up. I'm excited for what mm-hmm. we're about to do. Okay. We, we have a guest. We have a guest. Yes, do, do we have a guest? We do. We do have we a have guest. A great <gasps> guest. And you're about we to announce a... them. Oh my god. Wait. I didn't know we had a guest, but I have I'm having an intervention. I'm having an intervention. Let's oh, oh, 10, 9, 8, 7, oh, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. Okay. Making her way to the podcast. Telling from the city of bridges, the black and gold, the steel city, the dirty bird, the city of champions, allegedly, the iron city, the river city, the Paris of the Appalachia, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. She's a pity lover, a podcaster from interning with the Spice Nower and News AF to covering Orange is the New Black, American 
Ninja Warrior, Big Brother, The Circle, and all things R-H-A-P. Please welcome Lita! <laughs> uh, Broman, oh my. Broman, welcome to the podcast. Gosh, thank you. That was the best intro I've ever had. I was going to introduce myself as the Pittsburgh Punisher, but you really got oh, all, you of go. the, oh. all of oh, the all of the nicknames for the the city, and somebody has done their research. Um, yeah, that was the when there was like the the wrestling simulation of all of the RHAP podcasters. I believe Akiva nicknamed me the uh, the Pittsburgh Punisher. Nice. Do you mean the um, the the, the battle rest, royal, the, battle ro- uh, the Royal Rumble, the uh, Royal, Renap Rumble, royal yeah, yeah. Rumble? I think. Yeah. And you know what? I'm still waiting. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm I'm trying to like get my ticket for the next Royal Rumble. Not, I mean, ideally to watch the next Renap Royal Rumble as one of the <laughs> simulated people in the crowd. But like, Mari and I are here for the win. If that happens again, Lita. So you, we're just saying, watch out. We mm-hmm. might be in there next time with you. Uh, if I recall correctly, I was taken out by my own co-host slash best friend, so um, I don't think I will be making a return. I'm, I'm, I'm too oh hurt. Gosh. Taryn and wow. I haven't spoken since. <laughs> okay, well, we'll avenge you, and we'll take Taryn out. And there are there are no friends in a battle royal, unfortunately, no. Lita. Uh, it's that's the harsh ridiculous. truth. <laughs> yeah. <Literally. laughs> Mari, I feel like that was uh, that was foreshadowing for you taking me out. (laughs) (laughs) Never say never, Matt. I wouldn't Uh, be surprised. (laughs) We'll see. It might happen, but one day, hopefully, it does happen. (laughs) Lita, we are so happy to have you uh, here. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm excited, and I will tell this story till the day I put down a microphone. Uh, Lita is literally the reason why I'm here. Um, yes, she was the one who was saying, like, we need more diverse voices, you know, reach out. And I I specifically remember DMing her and saying, like, hey, I would I would really love to be a part of RHAP. And it was right before um, Rob put out the the uh, application for class of 2020. And she was like, yeah, go fill that out and do it. I was like, yes, I'm doing it. And it is because of her. I am here. I say it every time I'm on on a show with her. So thank you for coming. Wow. Thank you for being the catalyst for all of this for me. Yeah. That's so nice. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and I'm happy that you're on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. kind of wild to think there would be no wrestling wrap up without you, Lita. And yeah, there we go. Wow. Just think about that. Little domino effect. <laughs> I'm the positive COVID test that led to Claire <laughs> yeah. and, and DX dating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that and we're, we're so yes. thankful for that. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So, it, of course, it was a pleasure to just get you on here talking wrestling. Um, you know, get, tell the people a little bit about uh, if you know anything about wrestling. Uh, yeah. What's your introduction? Even if it's just us. <laughs> Yeah, so this this is definitely the most wrestling I've ever watched in a week. Here's what I knew about wrestling. Um, Jenna Maraska got her ass kicked one time. <laughs> yes. Um I have seen that <laughs> clip. Um, no. The Bella, Nikki Bella um, mm-hmm. was on Dancing with the Stars. So oh, I know was. a bit about her and I know much about her relationship with John Cena, who's also mm. a, a wrestling person because they were a big, uh, a big tabloid thing. I'm big on yes, celebrity gossip. Um, so I, I know about them. I know about Hulk and Brooke Hogan. 
from mm. other reality TV. Um, yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that might be, oh, you mentioned The Miz because I did yeah. watch the challenge. <laughs> um, so I think that might be about it. Um, I had my, my ex was big into, not, not big into wrestling, but he, he would watch it. Um, and if he had told me that it was mostly uh, comedy sketches, uh, <laughs> I would have been so all about it. I would say mm-hmm. that um, for for the men, it was a lot of comedy sketches, and then for the women, it was more like poorly performed drama sketches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, yeah, mostly like kind of improv games. Uh, yeah. I would have I would have been a lot more into it if I had known it was like. SCTV meets um, drag. Yeah, they- so you would have been like if someone, if you like, if the first clip you saw was like someone like I don't know, like Bianca Belair, like give me a word, give me a word, or give us a theme, <laughs> yeah. something to work with, and then that, and, like, and the word is always punch. Punch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's let's let's, <laughs> let's act this out. Let's yeah. Any location. Yeah. And yeah. It's, location. The location is always a conference room because there's office chairs on the stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's interesting. Contract actually. negotiations. Um. Yeah. Yes. I. There were. Um. I. Mm. I like to critique people's acting. I come from a performance background. Yes. Um. So I definitely have have favorite. And least favorite performers. So that was very fun to watch. Um, I Ooh. I was shocked by how little actual wrestling I watched this week and yes. thrilled about it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah, because we try, you know, um, and we, I can't no, wait to hear your try. acting tips for some of these people. <laughs> oh, I um, want I want the hold on. I want the full acting. I want, I, I, we need it. This but the, the biggest thing is, you know, we 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 try not to make our guests watch too much if they're not you know into it because even I don't like to sit through three hours of raw. I am very candid about this. I have a, a whole wrestling podcast and it is hard for me to just <laughs> sit through three hours of wrestling. So we love to send we always yeah. send clips that, that give you the bones of the storyline, a uh, little bit of wrestling sprinkled in there. There were a few matches that, you know, of course I I watched the full product that oh my gosh, I wish I could have sent you the the full match on because we had some really really good wrestling this week uh particularly by the women um but i i can't wait to just uh dive in if uh we don't have you have any questions for lita matt before we jump into the highlights questions i only have a thought for lita which is that there are you did point out the office supplies the office chairs there are (laughs) there's a weird amount of uh, office supplies in pro wrestling and Like, I don't know why. I don't know what, like, where they get these office chairs, these contract. I don't know where they get the printers to do the contracts. They have so many contracts. Mm. Um, Like, lots of pens. Do we think that there's, like, an Office Max sponsorship? Staples, Office Max. If they want, and you know what? Whoever doesn't sponsor WWE could sponsor this podcast. I like pens. I have multiple (laughs) pens with me. I have two pens. Wait. I, I can three never pens find a pin. right here, right now. Did, right did you so notice lucky. that every time somebody kind of like does a finishing move, they say that was easy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sli- slipped in there. <laughs> oh my god, I, I almost missed it, it too. Product I was like, placement, <laughs> <laughs> right there. You learned right something the new about right, right. <laughs> that was easy. Oh my god, those. Oh. I can't. Don't bring me back to that button. I was gonna say, is that showing my age? I don't think they do that anymore. I 
they, do they not do oh my god i don't know who's who has seen a commercial in 15 years who knows? there it is that's the real question because again <laughs> I, I i can't i don't I if it's bored. if it's not one of the ones that's on hulu 18 times every time you watch a show i have not seen a commercial <laughs> oh my but also god, like what I was easy what was easy that's the button it was all a lie nothing was easy <laughs> and they just wanted us to they, it was like rose that that was easy button was like rose tinted glasses like it's mm-hmm. not right we what kind I of horrible experiences have you had at staples i'm just <laughs> saying life was not easy and it told me it would be easy and it you, you know feel what? lied to i don't I know if it was speaking for staples. life i feel like it was about like buying graph paper <laughs> yeah so so matt you just took it you 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 took it too far. They you thought it applied to the whole entirety of life. I did. I I was gullible. I assumed that I knew what they were talking about. But. I mean, I'm in my first semester of graduate school right now, yeah. and I tried to go Congrats. school supplies shopping. Um, but literally, I went to Target, and there was nothing. The undergrads had ransacked it it was like the purge but for lined paper <laughs> so maybe i should have gone to staples and maybe that would have been easier but yeah that's that's anyway I, I just needed a three subject notebook and these children <laughs> they, they got are it. you is how does your how do your academic studies relate to pro wrestling if at all um i would say they relate very closely because I also am much more style over substance. I'm sort of like, <laughs> if I use like a really pretty font on my paper, yeah. like print it on pink paper, maybe scent it like Al Woods. Oh, of course. Um, Al Woods. I'm, I'm constantly showing up in sort of glittery thigh high boots and yes. um, just sort Love of it. a bikini. Um, <laughs> and that, that. <laughs> That distracts the eye of my statistics professor from thinking that maybe. Oh I don't my god! Right. I hate statistics. I had to take statistics like at I least that four times. Too. I'm like, there should be this many level of statistics. No, same. It's yeah. all the same. It's, yeah. it's rough. Undergrad, grad. Yeah. Yeah. That's so got... studious of you. To take my the recorded thigh, classes. No, the, no, no, no. The thigh high <laughs> oh. and the bikini with the spiral notebook. Yeah, but then and... I also wear glasses. Wait, so then they're this? like, wow, she's a genius. Has there, has there been a wrestler whose thing is like, I'm smart? Has that been a character? Yeah, a lot yes. of them. Oh. A few. But no, no, no. But like, you could that you you're could like be, cutting two segments ahead. Like you're just giving us all uh you're giving ideas everything for that everybody wants. No, I'm just like, let's just get point, it out. Just let her create create her Honestly, <laughs> that's what I'm it's already been created. The Pittsburgh Punisher, um the high boots, boots the bikini, bikini, but also the notebooks and I'm, I'm holding a notebook at all times and just sort of slapping people across the face. Oh my with gosh! Is, um, somebody draw this, please. Sorry, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Pittsburgh Punisher, I do have a big oh, reveal no. for you. Oh no! Um, oh no! Not only I am I a Steelers fan, I have a Steelers tattoo. Oh <gasps> my gosh! Okay. Cancel the podcast. Wait, 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 wait. Cancel the podcast. Never mind. I mean, recording do you, over. Do you have? Do you have? Do you have is that all? Are you just going to drop that in? That's... Oh, I think I, I think you'll be able to see it. I actually don't know which side of my face is on. Yeah, it's on this side. Can you see that? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so, I see oh it. My God. yeah, that That's is it. Dedication. Yeah, if you have a, if you are watching the YouTube, you just got to see. <laughs> see, if you're not watching, then if you you're don't not, know it's on where Lita has a tattoo. Exactly. So now, so now you have to go watch. <laughs> and that's on YouTube now. Um, yeah, we're definitely getting demonetized. That's yeah. how you drive the 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 traffic. The traffic. <laughs> um, yeah, because I was 18. Um, it was an impulse, and I thought. Mm. People don't know from looking at me that I'm trash. So I need to like <laughs> just do something that True. makes it like really easy. <laughs> um my Tinder bio when I was when I was single for a long time was I, I'm the only person in the world with both a women's studies degree and an NFL tattoo. Nice. I think, oh my god. I, I think love that. that. But the is funny thing me. is like you're deaf you're probably not. Like there might be like two others. And I would like for just you to, us to meet them. You're like just two. I would <laughs> love I would them. love Let's find them right now. To meet if the people listening. who are like <laughs> I am a feminist, but I'm going to brand myself for life with like one of the least ethical organizations. <laughs> yeah, but if you own the team one day, then It'll what's wrong with that? You know, that's the it's goal. A, yeah, that's it's the very thing. feminist to own an NFL team. I mean, it'll be like, you'll put women on the team. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is, a, is this a wrestling podcast? Yeah, no. a feminism podcast? Is, or feminism? is wanting women to get lifelong brain trauma, too. Yeah, that's actually the opportunity to get lifelong brain trauma. The opportunity. I agree. I'm with you. Well, I think it's an option. I am a diehard Baltimore Ravens fan. Maybe not that diehard, mostly because I, I am afraid of getting tattoos uh, because I am a hypochondriac. But it is okay. I'll it is okay. We are, we, we are still friends. I still love you, Lita. It is okay. You're, By you're, the way, you're I just have to say again, shouting out people to watch the YouTube version. Mari's hand gestures, like a second ago, which will probably be at the thirty-two fifteen second mark. That those were really good hand gestures, Mari. Were they? Oh, good. People should okay. watch the YouTube just to see that. You should. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. And our beautiful, gorgeous. Faces. Appropriating anyway. Italian culture. Yeah, oh my gosh, Lita! I really, oh, I really wish I could no. see some clips about. Uh, <laughs> I might have. We have. We might have to do some in podcast editing, so I can send you a clips of uh, Tony D'Angelo and ask you, uh, "Is this okay?" Because well, his, I, his, his I was going to say, tired. I was surprised by the lack of broad racial stereotypes. Um, I was yeah. expecting um, much more of that. Yeah, based I mean, on they, kind of what I've heard past, about wrestling. Yeah, they kind of moved a little bit past that. They, they there's still some. Well, no, they like, like it's like an innuendo. It feels like more innuendo than anything. Yes, else we we talked about it last week. It's very much a, lot, a line. Yeah. It's very much a line, and they like. They're like tiffy tippy toes on that yes. line, you know. Like, yeah, I I would say it's not it's not super overt. However, a man kidnapping a woman in a black SUV and then speaking yes. in Spanish. Oh, okay, I, I see, see that. Uh, I see that. I see that. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, <laughs> I actually don't see SUVs. I didn't see an S. I, 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 I didn't see anything. I, I don't see anything. I just why the SUV have to be art. black? It, 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 was it black? What was it black? I, I gotta be black. I don't though. see color actually. Um, so that's interesting. But that is, is this a rest? So are we? Are we ready to okay, get into yes, the wrestling? We are. Mari, we are. 
We're ready. Okay. <laughs> we're like, ready. Either I'm we're so in sorry. it I or we're not. By the way, I'm on Tony D'Angelo. Why? Yeah, I am. You know too. what? I have to pull this too. up since we mentioned it for like a. What is. <laughs> yes, Tony D'Angelo. He is. And then you Could see. Could you describe Uda. this picture? You see his captions? Tony D'Angelo is sitting in a jacuzzi, is a hot tub with a, a cigar in his mouth. Yes, yes, exactly. And then you see his, you see his caption here, Lita. <laughs> it says, "Only one way to celebrate, my friends." And he, he has the hands. He has the hands. Oh, I'm a little worried where this is going. This, this is less Man. Italian. This is like more crab claw. Yeah, this, this is photo. this is big boss. He's he's showing Ooh. it off here. In He's a hot tub. Really good. Here. Where do you get lie. this tub? This yeah. this is certainly in click, Florida. There are four, should I click to the next? I don't <laughs> yes, know if it this is, is going to be safe Lita. for That's YouTube. Great. That, that screen oh. pool is like so Florida. Yes, this is definitely this Florida. because NXT is based in Florida. So good catch there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! Okay, all right. We got it. We got it. Go. We got it. Go. <laughs> yeah, we okay. did. We did it. We did that. Yeah, just got that out of the way. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So uh, just like every week, uh, we go over the highlights of this week in wrestling. Um, this week, we will be basically just uh, previewing the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. Like, it's really hard. Me and Matt talk about how we want to avoid this pay-per-view like the plague, but uh, WWE is making it quite impossible no we're avoiding it kind of i mean i uh, mean like talk like talk it's we're it's not talking about it we're, we're, we're talking, talking around it. it okay there you go so we'll do a preview of the crown jewel card and then um we will talk about of course the king and queen of the ring tournament and then a little bit of some storylines um from the week but okay honestly, so we like, are I have to correct myself. We are talking about it. <laughs> yes. It's, okay, wait. It's questionable. It's it, So, backstory, quickly. Everyone's heard it a million times. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE, a few years ago, signed a deal with 
kingdom of Saudi Arabia to host Mm -hmm. like a handful of shows and get paid a ton of money to do it. And it's a super problematic. uh, uh, I was going to say organization. I don't know. I was going to refer to the 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 kingdom as as uh, as an organization, (laughs) but it's super problematic. And I think there's a lot of stuff that will could even come up as we talk about how the show is shaping up about like why certain performers are mm-hmm. not on the show. And I love that that could be a conversation. Um, so we'll get into it. Yes, Lita. <laughs> Lita I, I, have a, I have a comment on that, which is just, um, this happened too with, um, they were having the the soccer World Cup or something oh. in mm-hmm. Kuwait. Um, yeah. And there, there were issues around that specifically that like, um, like the labor costs and conditions for the people that were building the stadium were horrible things like that but my honest like a concern that i have about these um countries hosting these things is that if you can't drink alcohol at these things what is the point (laughs) well a lot of people don't like what we have seen in the past and you know i will say it is interesting to see the crowds that like aren't or haven't been used to wrestling watching wrestling a few weeks ago mari i think you brought up the i think it's collision collision in korea yes that I was, did. that's mm-hmm. in um part of dark side in the dark side of the ring a series mm-hmm. that you could like rewatch on hulu and all of that mm-hmm. but like this idea of people who are not like fully used to like the wrestling experience being there. I think they're probably more used to it now, but during one of the first shows, at least like there were people getting up, walking (gasps) around, Mm -hmm. like just not paying attention fully. So it happens. It happens. Exactly. The good thing, like the good thing, I don't know, but um, it, it is been shown that the Saudi Arabia fans, they do have a lot of WWE fans there. So, I mean, it it doesn't feel as like from what I saw, the dark side of the ring with the collision with Korea, like, it looked like nobody cared that they were even really there. So like for the people, for the people of Saudi Arabia, it's a, you know, a great opportunity for them to see their favorites and be able to connect with wrestling and and do something a little bit different, but it just really does feel very icky and problematic, especially since their very first event there came literally weeks after the death of the, the uh, journalist, uh, Jamal Khashoggi. Yeah. So it was just, it, it's just kind of been tainted for a lot of viewers' um, minds since then. So yeah. it's really hard to wrap your mind around, like, trying to support your your favorite wrestlers and, and what is honestly shaping up to be a very good card, but then for it to, you know, be placed in somewhere that is just, like, just doesn't feel good to the soul <laughs> in a sense because uh-huh. you, yeah and then not to mention at their last Saudi show they had a problem getting back home some that of the was talent the last one. yes yeah that was the last one some of yeah. the talent were kind of like it's kind of conflicting reports you know but, but at the worst it's like they yeah. people have used the phrase that they were like being held hostage mm-hmm. at best they were just working through some customs issues and the plane yes. took like a while to take off. So yeah. it's conflicting, but it seemed like a sketchy situation. We're not involved with it. Don't give us no. comments. Don't come after Please, us. Don't, we don't. Yeah, just leave, leave us alone. This we're is not just, a political we're, podcast. We're, no, we're we're not. We don't have any power. We don't just just leave us alone. 
And my but thought everything process, we're saying is right, and it's super problematic. For the whole thing is like it's a, it's a pay per view. You can either watch it or you don't. You don't have to. Like that is honestly, true. you can you can watch it as it's streaming on Peacock. You can find it. I'm pretty sure the clips are will be posted just the next day. Like whatever you want to do. It, we're here to talk about the card and not about all of the stuff behind it. So, <laughs> with all that, God, we didn't talk about any of, of the stuff behind. Yeah, it. I was gonna say, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, just as a spot. Yeah, no, we'll get we'll get into more more of it. But it is really interesting just to kind of set up what we talked about. We're not we're gonna go into talking about some other stuff on the the card, but mm-hmm. I I think that even with like just the way that they approached the King of the Ring and some of the booking decisions that they made with who won, and even the yes. Queen of the Ring, like. There's no way that you can't avoid bringing up the fact that certain people just are not are not like, allowed a- to allowed to perform mm-hmm. there, which I think is a great conversation to have rather than I agree. thing where they don't. So we'll get into it. This is wrestling. Yeah. That's so, wrestling for you. That's wrestling. Uh, no, so <laughs> we're of course going to start with you know I we have to start with this because. I mean, talk about just some really good character work and wrestling from the past like week and a half, two weeks. We're going to talk about the SmackDown's Women Championship match that will take place at Crown Jewel. It's between Becky Lynch, who is currently the SmackDown Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, and Sasha Banks. And I mean, the buildup to this feud has been so good, but it's also been semi-confusing with the draft. Um, (laughs) But just really, really good. So we, we start off with the contract signing from last week. We didn't get a chance to talk about uh, SmackDown from last week because we recorded early. But we get a contract signing with Bianca Belair, um, Sasha Banks, and Becky Lynch and with the contract signing. But Bianca's the only one in the ring. Sasha's near the announce desk. Becky has her own table at the top of the ramp. I love and this, by the way. It was very good. Just to like set up how the show started. And I think that like the clip on YouTube doesn't even fully do it justice. It doesn't. Yeah. Because it, the, the show just kind of like cold opens to Becky sitting on the ramp at a at, at like at a little nice table, probably mm-hmm. in an office chair, because you know WWE has a million of those lying around. And then, and then Bianca's in the ring alone where there's a table for the contract signing or she's in the ring with Adam Pierce and Sonia Deville for the contract. Sign. And then Sasha Banks has to just stand on the announce table in her <laughs> disco ball leotard. Like how long was she standing there for before the I show started? <laughs> I feel bad for her. <laughs> yeah. She was the only person who didn't like get a chair, even though Bianca was like standing though. Even though they have nothing chairs but chairs. Yes. There's so many. Yeah. But then again, like who wants a chair? Bianca was tossing her chair out of I liked this because the chair was obviously heavier than she thought it was gonna be. You yeah. you uh-huh. see like a little <laughs> no. you all maybe, which, yeah. Which it just, is really it just looked funny like a very light chair. <laughs> because we we after she she kind of has trouble tossing that chair, we legit see her like basically bench press two women so she it, didn't <laughs> she it didn't might have lift been, with her knees yeah it might have been that yeah. the chair was unwieldy or something but it, yes. it looked like yes. a little bit of a struggle <laughs> this yes, is like I, a 400 pound chair maybe <laughs> or i like <laughs> one of her enemies of wheels walked it out yeah <laughs> for a heavy chair yeah so it was but it was just such a great start to like the week because we then got like we got to raw where 
each woman got their own promo time in different parts of the arena. Of course, um, we had they they added Charlotte because right now Charlotte is the Raw Women's Champion and she has no storyline going into Crown Jewel. Um, but the the kind of weird thing with the draft here is Charlotte calls out all three of them, says she's really the opportunity. She's really the most decorated athlete. Um, we then get uh, Sasha following that up, talking about how she's going to win at, at WWE Crown Jewel and, you know, everybody else. It, it's always a promo about I'm better and everybody else is like the worst, of course. Yeah, Yon- I'll also uh-huh. say, like, I think with Charlotte, she had a, it seemed like her thing was, I want Sasha Banks to win and then I'll take the championship from Sasha and have oh, both right. of the championships. That. Like that was a little bit distinct. Sasha's promo was kind of like what you're saying, the more formulaic, mm-hmm. like I'm going to be the best. And then I think you were just about to get to Bianca's promo. Yes, because I I, I did like Bianca's promo because, um, you know, she outlined if you were kind of confused as to who the good guy in this feud is, it's Bianca because she she says here, um, you know, Charlotte Flair says you got to be ruthless, but that just means she has to cheat. Um, I'm the EST of WWE. I don't have to cheat. I can beat everybody one on one. I've made 2021. All of these moments have been about me and I'm going to prove it by winning that SmackDown Women's Championship. This is raw, and I go here. I go bruh. here now. Yeah, now. exactly. Um, <laughs> Why she straight from Mean Girls all of a sudden? Yes, and then we finally get Becky, being Becky, who was just hilarious, talking about how like Becky. teaming up with Charlotte is as good as like something about back alley piss. Like teaming up with Charlotte. <laughs> yes, <laughs> nice. It, it is just, it's just so, so funny, and we we go through all of these just to say that. Um, First and foremost, it's weird because Charlotte, let me set this up for you, Lita. Charlotte is the Raw Women's Champion, right? But they just had a draft that goes into effect after Crown Jewel. Charlotte got drafted to SmackDown, but she holds the Raw Women's Championship, which is the other brand. So it just doesn't make sense. Then that's why Matt pointed out that she said she wanted... Sasha to win it because out of the three women in that match, Sasha, Becky, and Bianca, Sasha is the only person who is supposed to go to SmackDown. And she's the Mm. only person who's fighting for a SmackDown Women's Championship who is supposed to go to SmackDown. So we are all confused as to how this is going to go down with these titles eventually having to go back to their original brands. But Charlotte throws a wrench into the plan because when she says that she wants Sasha to win the belt so that she can beat her again, she mentions unifying the belt. And no, stop it. (gasps) Don't do that, WWE. That would be horrendous. I mean, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But... There's it's a it's an option. I also one thing, Lita, about like wrestling that comes up so much is that like sometimes when they tell us what's going to happen or if they like it doesn't happen. So that would be almost maybe strange if Sasha won and then it was Sasha versus Charlotte for the championships and then like Becky and Bianca are just over here doing their thing alone. So I would assume that this means that we would get Becky or Bianca winning, but we literally mm-hmm. have no idea have no because idea. the thing is the wrestling writers also probably don't have an idea of exactly what will happen next. So by the way, I just need to say, since we were talking about Bianca, um, this was the coolest moment ever. And they referenced it okay. a million times uh, last week. So about mm-hmm. eight 
days ago on SmackDown. Bianca throwing Becky Lynch through a table onto Sasha, breaking the table. It was so clean. It was, it was so, it was so well. I just, I just want to do one of those because that was a beautiful moment. What are your thoughts on this storyline? I know you have to have tips for some of these promos. Uh, Yes. What did you think? Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to start with Charlotte. Want us to pull up the pictures and you start with? Yeah, just just a general comment. I think mm-hmm. one of the the problems with the women's sort of like promos versus the men's is that I do feel like with a lot of the men, um, there's more distinct personalities. You mm. can kind of tell mm. that there's more like, especially with McIntyre, there was kind of like a winking oh. attitude to it where it's sort of like in on it. Whereas all the women, it seems like the only instruction they're given is like, you hate the other women and Mm -hmm. you're hot and a diva. So they're all doing the exact same performance where they're saying like, they don't know what they're messing with, with me. (laughs) And like, well, and, and it's like, they're reading a teleprompter, but they all have the same kind of direction. Um, I would say Bianca sold it the best. Um, followed by Becky. And then I found that Charlotte and Sasha were very forgettable mm, um, yeah. with, with their deliveries. But it was, it it's more, it takes you out of it more when it feels like all of them could just kind of swap lines and it would be yeah. like exactly the same. Um, whereas all the men, it felt like had much more distinct kind of takes on their characters. Yep. That's interesting. And it's, well, I think that's a good point but it's and it's also a reflection of like where wwe is right now because Mm -hmm. i do think that they while they do struggle with their women the characters that they're they're like the women on their roster do have at times like this is a situation where i think it even came up last week with with shannon where it's just so confusing like yeah who's good who's bad everyone's yeah. against each other and so mm-hmm. you just have a very strange dynamic whereas like exactly. a lot of the time with wrestling you get one character who is a face and then the other character who's a heel and it ends up being like very different have a clean mm-hmm. story with mm-hmm. two distinct characters against each other but this is not that and but yeah, yeah they are this we'll talk more about it especially when we get to the queen excuse me i was gonna say the queen of the ring but the queen's crown tournament just like in my opinion they're messing up so badly with the women right right now other than the fact that this will be a really good match between um sasha bianca and becky yeah so exactly like who each of these are exactly if i had to describe each of them i would struggle exactly because the and this is what happens when you rely on the past. You know what I'm saying? Like with Lita being a, a casual watcher who just watched this week, she doesn't know all the history and the backstory. We know these women, this woman's his, all these three women's history goes so far back. And they even kind of touch on it. Charlotte says, you know, I beat Sasha so many times. It, it's not even, it doesn't even matter. Like, uh, uh, why do I care about Bianca? She lost in 26 seconds and I'm, I made Becky. So who cares? So we know the, the large history that, that makes all these women like individual and how they, how they've all faced and clashed each other. But when you have a storyline like this, where it ties up both your belts, 
you include a draft where half the women are going to Raw, the other half are going to SmackDown, and right now the belts are on people on the opposite, <laughs> who are on the opposite brands, and you're just basically relying on them to put on a show in the ring. And they did. They Spoiler alert, they killed it in both the um, the uh, tag match that they did on Raw, because these promos set up a tag match with um, Becky Lynch and Charlotte versus uh, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Um, and then we also later uh, got uh, S- Sasha versus Becky, which I, again, I watched it live. It, w- it was no commercials live mm on SmackDown 17 Becky and Sasha went 17 minutes and 20 seconds and it was a classic but again we only have a clip for three minutes of it Um, (laughs) but but that this is what that's unfortunately what they right that's what they relied on that's what they relied on in this this feud they rely on the matches being bangers and so far they have been they've been smartly ended by like either smart disqualifications or smart interferences to make the stories go further and they're also looking past once the brand split goes into effect because you can see in our, our the latest clip with Smackdown um, Bianca Belair costs Becky Lynch the win against Sasha and they're both going to Raw so they're going to have to continue their feud in Raw so it is it, it's very convoluted and um, I can definitely get how if you watch these promos like back to back to back and you're just like okay you're, you're just saying the same thing you're saying I'm the best the other three suck I'm the best. The other three suck, you know, but I just, I just want to say these are just, these women are like top freaking tier. And it's just, it, it was yeah. such a good week for them. I just love watching them wrestle. Like, but ugh, I, I, get blue, blue I think like actually just to like really think about your point, like what you mentioned Lita about they're not being like super distinct characters. I mean, I would agree because if yeah. you look at it, you have four people like, they could each have a different approach to getting one up on the other. Charlotte's not even in the match. So it's like a whole weird (laughs) dynamic. Like you could be the, like I could see Charlotte being in the character of like antagonizing people, getting on the mic, but not getting physical, not Mm -hmm. feeling the need to assert her dominance, but still like, always just kind of giving the snide comments. Maybe, maybe you have Becky Becky who's going for more like a trickster type of, because she's mm-hmm. the champion maybe you, like it's just not distinct at all like i can't even it's think not. through fully what role each of them would play mm-hmm. other than bianca who's like as you love to say mari like the white meat baby face mm-hmm. like she's just all good and so that's a great character but it would just be interesting to see like the different approaches that these characters could take to be like hmm, well i'm gonna be in this three-way match so maybe one of them has the goal of like injuring the other one of the other two so that they can't be in the match like Mm -hmm. i just would i'd like that i i would like we i think we'd all like more creativity with it but like as mari also said just the level of them as performers is like almost good enough where it's like we don't care what the story is we just want the match and yeah choreography was sickening yeah 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 (laughs) yeah yeah. exactly 10 Tens. Tens across the board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But and there, that... there is a woman later that I thought really stood out that, that we'll get to. But Ooh, I felt wait. like um, these these women, I did not have distinct personalities for. However, yeah. yes. Fashion 10, choreography 10. Yes, exactly. And, and 
character work. That's such a good point. Mm. That is, that is, it really is character work three. (laughs) (laughs) It's on a good day because, Um. because, because you're right. I, I, I didn't even think. I didn't even think about it really until you said it. Well, I, you know, it really just was the same thing. And I think it, it yeah. honestly is because Sasha, Becky are tweeners right now. We really don't know right in between, yeah. where they fall when it comes to like being a good guy or being a bad guy. Charlotte, for me, I don't care what anybody says. She's always going to be my forever heel. We all know how I feel about Charlotte. And I think she she can't play anything but a heel. And so like it's really falling on on Sasha and Becky. And we just we just don't know. But anyways, yeah, and and that tag team match too was really good. I, I, I again I had to watch the full match because at one point during the match, like the the match hadn't even like really started and they started they were brawling and then like um Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville had to come out and restart the match, like because they were saying they're like you, you four women are great at your job. This is not what's going to happen. You, you're not gonna, um, you're gonna show these people what you can do. So they had to restart the match to try and get them to again work together, and they still kept taking pot shots at each other during the match. And I, I just yeah. want to point this out because I really liked it because this is normally lazy um, storytelling. Like uh, we'll see it with um, Drew McIntyre and Big E. If you have people who are facing each other at Crown Jewel, but they might both be faces and you don't want them to fight before their actual fight, what you do is you team them up and it becomes very lazy booking. So that I like... Makes them, sorry, that photo makes them look like cheerleaders. Yes, a photo of like Sasha... Was she being thrown by Bianca? Yes, yes exactly. Okay, being so, thrown by Bianca onto so Becky and Charlotte. Was, one of the times they were, one of the few times they were actually working together. No, they <laughs> weren't. That's what I was gonna say. This is yeah. right. This is right before. Um, this was right before Adam Pearce and Sonya Sonya Deville came out because Becky and Charlotte, who were supposed to be teammates, were were fighting on the outside, and yeah. so then Sasha was about to jump on them, but before she could, Bianca came hit her in the face like three times and then threw Sasha at them. And then so the, the announced team was like, well, they were kind of working together there. <laughs> and then the one of them was like, um, not voluntarily. So it, and it, but it also brings up the history of Sasha and Bianca were actual t- uh, tag team for like a few weeks there. And that was one of their moves that they did together. So it, again, it, you, knowing the history just makes the match much better because they had a lot of callbacks in in that match and we'll see that in the the Sasha and Becky match as well because Sasha and Becky are just some of the best like um when it comes to like ever yeah when it comes to like chain wrestling and and um and grappling like they are some of the best when it comes to like countering they did a lot of countering moves and stuff like that and again 17 minutes and it was so good like it was such a classic and the way it ended made so much sense because Bianca was on commentary. She was not doing good on commentary because she was just like me watching the match. <laughs> she was like, Bianca's commentary was horrible, Matt. Like it was so bad because she wasn't saying anything because she was too busy watching the match. The match was just so freaking good. But the match ends because, um, uh, Bianca uses her hair to whip Becky's arm long enough for Sasha to get the roll up and get the win. But she and- didn't. She didn't mm-hmm. actually whip but be- be- the commentators were talking talking about it like Bianca hit Becky's 
hand with her hair. Becky moved her hand before Bianca oh, swung she? her hair. Yeah, I watched this like multiple times because I'm like, what are you talking about? She didn't get hit with the hair. So Bianca like hit the steps. Bianca, uh, what's her name? Becky moved mm-hmm. back out of the way. Like, and then oh, I thought she got her. Up. Mm. No, she didn't get her. Oh, well, which like topic- I think is a good. I think it's a good distinction just from the perspective of like illegal move versus threat. It was more of a threat than an illegal move, I would say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lita. I I just have to comment on the hair. Um, yes. So the hair overall good. I think that Becky's red extensions are fierce. I think those yeah. are great. Uh, yeah. Charlotte's is is fine. The the blonde the platinum girl is not hard to pull off. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bianca's four length braid great. Sasha's blue hard front wig no. That is a party. <laughs> that is a party city shake and go wig. Girl. You can afford a lace no! front. She said party city. Oh it's my god, look terrible. at her! She looks bald yeah. in the center. With the, yeah. Mari, with the Mari, center any part. thoughts, reactions? Are you angry about this? Do you want to fight? No, Lita I, do we no, have to get I, Pittsburgh or meet in the middle? Because we could do it. I'll be. I the know absolutely nothing about wigs. So this does not. <laughs> You're like me at I'm all natural. I, so I yeah exactly. Um, but it's funny because no people on Twitter said said the same thing. They were like, you know, when Sasha comes to the ring with that wig laid tight, like at least have the the glue is tight. You know, she's gonna have a classic match, and I yeah. I agree. It's like it's it's on there. She made sure that that it was gonna stay on there, and it's definitely a wig. I'm not mad at the comment. Well, I'm not either, but. Also, I just love this picture where it looks like Becky's eating uh, Sasha's hair. So, <laughs> yeah, um, this is such a good, uh, such a good match. Is that, yeah, it was. Is that a Louis Vuitton? Yes, it is. Oh mm-hmm. my god, Louis Vuitton! A, what? She's wearing a Louis Vuitton, Vuitton, Louis Vuitton. bikini top and like. Um, <gasps> oh oh wow, she is. <laughs> yep, that's, her gear is Louis. That's oh my great. Gosh. I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So wow. no, that's actually really No, that's iconic. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, here's another. There's another picture of like her. Oh my god! Her, in the boots. Come on. Her boots and this was a choice, but it was a good choice. What yeah, her, her? What does her booty say? Sasha Banks. It's her oh, logo. That, that's her name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her um her husband makes all her her gear actually. Yeah, that's fab. Mm, I forgot. So I was gonna say she bought that just par- party city. Come on, that's <laughs> <laughs> trying to start some. Uh, I don't know between who and who, but <laughs> right. <laughs> it's or not a good wig. A- it came out of the bag. It's laid. It's- it didn't move. That's great. There you go. It just I didn't exactly. say that. I didn't. I'm say okay anything about it. I'm okay with it. Um, so I yeah, agree. it's just, I just love this. <laughs> and I'm so confused what's going to happen at Crown Jewel because not only do we have the match at Crown Jewel, which I already laid out is kind of weird because two women who aren't even on the brand are fighting for it. Um, but Bianca, they're having Bianca versus Charlotte on Raw on Monday for the Raw Women's Championship. So it makes no sense because... What if if Bianca wins that championship, then she's the Raw Women's Championship champion going into the SmackDown Women's Championship? It doesn't make sense. Or do you then pull her out and play Charlotte into that match? I don't Marie, care. 
doesn't make sense to this me. This is too many people. Uh, I like think worse come to worse. I think worse come to worse. It's just going to be like uh, Becky costs Bianca the match with Charlotte. I think that's. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah, something that leads to more fighting and drama. Like I think yeah. that we're going to see another like. <laughs> All out brawl on Monday on 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 Raw. So yes, exactly. They we have to fi- they they just have to figure it out because the brand split goes into effect on Friday. So either like Becky retains her SmackDown Ch- Women's Championship and Charlotte re- retains her uh, Raw Women's Championship, and then they just mm-hmm. hand the belts over. They've done that before for a brand split. They just had the champions exchange belts literally um, just like they have they, they've had it had segments where it's like they're backstage they barely say anything and then they just switch championships so they could do that but i just feel like if that's the if this if that's where we were getting to after all of this it would just feel anticlimactic because they've done a, a pretty good job of building up how much all four of these women hate each other you know you're telling me they've done too good of a job yeah, <laughs> just for a, a handoff. Exactly. I mean, I would wrap. I mean, that's not the worst case scenario. They could have done an even worse job and then you get the hand. But yeah, the handoff probably won't be too much fun. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. Whatever. Maybe we mm-hmm. won't even see the handoff happen. Um, yeah. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, up next, we're going to go into the Universal Championship uh, match. Uh, Roman Reigns, who is the current um, Universal Champion, versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and this is this is such this is such a I love this I love this storyline like I so didn't, much for so many reasons. I didn't know that I loved it as much as I did until. Mm-hmm. We were watching this and then I was like, I love this. Like Paul Heyman groveling is not the right word. Yeah. He's just very, he's like a very desperate man mm. and it's hard to watch, but then it's also amazing to amazing. watch because yeah. you're like, is he a mastermind? Does he know what he's doing? Mm-hmm. Is he really pitiful? Is this a character? Yep. Why does Brock Lesnar 
have that little tiny ponytail and why hasn't it grown <laughs> at all in the last month that he's been around why doesn't he cut it why don't i want to put like the serial music under all these questions yes why is that ponytail so small why does it never grow this is a collect call from wwe smackdown this is amazing. So we just yeah. figured out our new podcast. <laughs> yeah. WWE serial. Um, yeah. If you, if you're looking at the YouTube, you'll see that we have a picture of Roman Reigns holding the uh, universal championship up and Paul Heyman just kneeling at his feet. The reason why this is mm-hmm. such an interesting feud is because R- Roman yes. Reigns and Brock Lesnar are two of the biggest stars in WWE right now. Been forever. They're just two big, Meaty men, and Ooh. the the thing that ties them is that uh, Paul Heyman was uh, Brock Lesnar's advocate. I mean, for most of Ever. Brock Lesnar's WWE career, he he um, debuted with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman has always been Brock Lesnar's advocate, but Brock Lesnar comes and goes. So when Brock Lesnar comes and goes, you know, normally Paul Heyman goes with them, but this time. Um, after Brock lost that, yeah, there you go. There's the uni- the old Universal Champ. Yeah, that's what the Universal Championship used to look like. It's so old. I for- I forgot that's and what red. it used to look like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the last time Brock gave it up and 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 left, um, Paul Heyman showed up as a special counsel to Roman Reigns, and he's been special counsel to Roman Reigns for the past two years now. Has it been two years? What is time? I don't a year and a half probably a year and a half something like let's that. let's go with that something it like looks that looks like if you took a bicycle pump to Conan O'Brien oh! <laughs> nice pump yes <laughs> pump it yes so he what? came Lita, back don't no don't you don't he's <laughs> a muscle man who spends his time running through the woods of, of Canada, Canada. He doesn't <laughs> care about the, anything the most you intimidating country. Out. He can yeah. probably run all the way to Pittsburgh. Like, the Canadian let's, not, let's just be careful here. Yeah, so, so Paul Heyman it was, has now been running with Roman. And then Brock Lesnar made a surprise return at SummerSlam to challenge Roman. So ever since then, it's been two months, basically. Um, Roman has been questioning the loyal of loyalty of Paul Heyman. And Brock has been undermining He's, he's clearly trying to undermine their loyalty, try and get into the bloodline, get into the bloodline's head, get into Roman Reigns' head about Paul Heyman because he keeps dropping nuggets like, oh, I'm a free agent on the draft. Thanks to Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, you know, uh, negotiated that he, he's a free agent. And then um, at this contract signing, our, our, our well, our first clip was um, our first clip was the begging. Or the, the begging. The yes. Um, yeah. Roman asking Paul Heyman, are you working with Brock Lesnar? Did you know anything about Brock Lesnar? And Paul Heyman saying, no, it doesn't make sense. How stupid would that be? Why would we tell you our whole plan before we did the plan? And and then begging and then telling Brock Lesnar that, you know, Roman is going to beat him. Um, And then the second clip we get was the contract signing last night. And um, I just would like to set the scene real quick for you guys because... Uh, SmackDown was a supersized SmackDown last night. It was a great, it was amazing. The women went on for their long period of time. And it, we had about 
it was about like 20, uh, sorry, not 20. It was about 14 minutes left in the program before they had to, you know, get off. And they had to rush in and put the contract stuff into the ring. Like they're rushing, rushing, rushing. Like, oh, we gotta, we gotta get into the ring. Da, 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 da. And then Roman comes out. He takes his full entrance, like three minutes to get to the ring. People are like, yo, they're about to get cut off, you know? Brock Lesnar comes in. And then we get the contract signing where um, Roman um, is about to sign, sign the contract, but he's reading it. And then Paul Heyman is like, as your special counsel, I advise you to sign the contract. You know, Roman signs the contract. He hands it to Brock. Brock signs the contract. And then, you know, Roman calls him a dumbass for not reading the contract. I mean, and then, <laughs> I mean, but what's then Brock. In the con- I mean, what's it? Okay. What could be in the contract that would be so bad for him to sign? We don't know. That's why you got to read it. So um, there could be like a clause in there. Can be in contracts. Yeah, Yeah, they could be like, like, oh, the Usos are added to the match, and he signed it, and he didn't even see it. Oh well. Yeah, says that that you have to kiss your opponent on the lips at the end of every match. (laughs) Which, like, they're not kiss. That's a whole other story. I'm I'm not going to now, but you can Google and find a picture of Brock or video of Brock Lesnar kissing uh, Kurt Angle, another wrestler from two years ago. Yeah, it's happened. It's happened. This was all. This was all very homosexual, and I was (laughs) into it, so I was surprised there wasn't more kissing. I yeah. think it was just like more like homoerotic than anything else. Like, the, yeah, I, I don't these, but, the, but yes, <laughs> I just, I just think that every match should be like, you know how at the end of like a soccer game, when you're a kid, you do like good game, good game, good game. you have to do yes. like good game, good game. <laughs> I, that no, was, so is this for I, our I, own I, personal pleasure? Or is this supposed to like enhance wrestling? It's not either or. It's just like what we want uh, to do. <laughs> I, yeah, I think yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> but it's but all of it. The funny thing oh, is, Brock with his boots on that he runs through the wilderness with tells Roman that he read the contract earlier that morning with his advocate Paul Heyman. Drops the mic and leaves, leaving five minutes on the the clock. Like, which is another thing we'll we'll get to later. Um, but so Roman's sitting there wondering: Is Paul Heyman? two-timing me is he double crossing me they have a match and on thursday paul Heyman will have to pick a side and the reason why i love this Mm -hmm. love it is matt correct me if i'm wrong i think at the like beginning of this podcast i said i miss the days where wrestlers used to fight over their managers or fight over their valets like back in the 90s yes back in the (laughs) 90s and the early 2000s like wrestlers would have valets which are women who ex- who es- escort them to the ring women, yeah. or managers or and they would men. use they would have they would have uh matches where whoever wins gets to take the manager which in the case of the women is very problematic but yeah. i still still love the concept i like this concept and I'm i love this so excited to see yeah i'm i'm really excited to see where paul goes like who i mean he- honestly though like can this be a situation that's like a like you know because we've seen this in so many different shows where it's like the two women who are fighting over the man or something or like you know they're Mm -hmm. angry at each other and Mm -hmm. then they're like oh we don't need him anyway let's just (laughs) go and be friends like i would like that i want brock and roman 
to dump Paul Heyman and oh just be God. together and walk off in the sunset and they could kiss if they want to, to lead us point. I think it's important to note that they can kiss if they want to. They can <laughs> yeah. kiss if they want to. And you know what? We should celebrate that if that's what happens. But I will say like Paul Heyman is sketchy. Get rid of him. If you have <laughs> questions, like what does he really add that much to your, your situation? You can't get anyone better. And someone who's like has a very sketchy history in terms of the care. Like oh, he's, he's just a yeah. snake. He's a rat. He's a he's, he's a lot of things. For a manager. That they, he's yeah. been called a lot of things over the years, to be clear. And if he was dying know, by the side of the road, you would not give him a drink of water? I would give him a drink of I mean, yeah. after I have the drink of water, yeah, I would give him some water. <laughs> but like I they don't need to. I'm just if yes. you're invoking snakes and rats, you better snakes be ready. Snakes and rats. Yes. <laughs> you better be ready. Yeah, no. To leave someone it, he, dying of thirst. I would leave him. I mean, I don't know if I'd leave him dying of thirst. I'd, I'd leave him thirsty, but I don't want him to die. So, Lita, did you like of water? Their <laughs> acting, I know, right? Um, I think yeah. Paul, Paul was fine. Um, yeah, he seemed he was one of those people that I was like, oh, this person is probably like just an actor. Um, who's like trying to, mm. you know, make it. Um, Ro- Roman didn't have a ton to do, so I didn't, I didn't have a problem with him. Um, not, not a lot of line reads. Um, I would say yeah. this was one of the more, as someone new yeah. to this, I was like, oh, they're just doing like a whole play. That's nice. <laughs> Yes, but they're doing like a little one act. Um, Yes, but there's there's drama, there's betrayal, there's there's everything you need. Um, There's like a a sneaky little man, like a Peter Peter Pettigrew type thing, where you Mm -hmm. you don't know like which side he's on. He's he's I feel like less of a mastermind and more of like a mercenary. Like he's just gonna go Mm. with whatever's best for for him for him. Yeah, so it's not it's not about like loyalty it's about like who's gonna give him what he wants yeah and Marty. paul Heyman is like like i yeah. love how he referenced to roman like i've i've you know i've been with your family for 40 years i've I've always helped you like he's a paul Heyman is literally a legendary manager he is he has been in the business since like the 70s 80s i don't know but he he like he even had his yeah. own really well-known well-respected um wrestling um fed, like federation or whatever you call it his Extreme own wrestling company yeah championship wrestling ecw yeah. ecw in philadelphia so he is such a brilliant wrestling mind and it is just so funny that he's like out here like groveling not to be beat up basically does he still <laughs> and, have a ponytail no he does not this um, man is he, bald yeah, he used to have a ponytail though. It. Even though he was bald, he really it was like cool a cool ponytail. Yeah, very. It's it not sounds really cool. Ponytail. <laughs> I was, was going to say it wasn't it cool. Fits, it was it questionable. Character if being bald with a ponytail. Honestly, it's honestly really cool. that's yeah. bold. It was. Bald with a ponytail. That's like your friend's <laughs> you like imagine? divorced dad who drives a van. Exactly, and that's what he was invoking. I grew it. I just grew it in the wrong place. I would get my. I would chop it off and just glue it to the bald (laughs) spot. And this is this is one of those storylines where they can't touch each other. Like they can't fight. They're like they are the main attraction. So they're they don't get into the ring until they're getting paid to get into the ring type thing. So they have to push the drama 
through the storytelling. I think they've done a, a pretty, pretty good job here. Um, yeah. And we haven't been giving any type of predictions. Uh, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I, yeah. I, I guess no people care. Well, I mean, for the last one, because we only really just talked about Sasha, Bianca, and yeah. um, what's her name? Becky. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm shading Becky Lynch. I don't know. Um, but did you have a prediction for that? My only thought, pro- it, it's hard because like we said, do you go back and you, you have Becky retain and then you just do a handoff or do you have Sasha? I, I immediately, I thought Sasha was going to win. I, I thought Sasha was going to win because of course, again, she's the only SmackDown girl on there and they've been giving her those wins you know, they gave her a win against Bianca. They gave her a win against Becky. Um, both were roll-ups in sneaky ways, but I think that that helps her, you know? So I, I'm thinking Sasha's going to win, but I'm trying to figure out how they're going to get the um, the title off of Charlotte, you know, the, the other title off of Charlotte. So I don't know. That's, that's I don't my know anything. I'm tired. Of, we always try to speculate, and then we end up being here for five hours talking about the speculation. Exactly. So it's going to be a, yeah. Let's just go with Bianca's winning that match. I there you go. Know. Something Lita, will happen. Do you Too care many about giving a prediction? What, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a prediction? So that we, yeah. I, I mean, the the edit is in Bianca's favor. Oh, there okay. we go. Nice. Like good if we're edit. doing our Survivor edic. That's I it. Love it's that. all about the edge. I love that here. Yeah. And then so for, for Roman versus Brock, I'm thinking this is where I my Ooh. brain is taking me if Ooh. we're reading through the, the storyline. I'm thinking we're gonna get a Roman Roman retaining by Heyman um turning on Brock. And then we follow it up like the next day with them laughing at Brock's expense, like, oh Brock really thought he could break the bloodline up. Like, no, we knew this, like this is us, like. I think that's what we get. Maybe. Maybe that's what we get. I mean, Brock does have that ponytail. And <laughs> if, if Heyman had a ponytail still, I would I would like to see them together again because then it'd be like a twin ponytail twin power. magic sort Ro- of situation. Roman has a, lot a like bun. He twins. could have a ponytail if he wanted to. He, Roman does ponytail. have a I mean, he does for all intents and purposes. Maybe, again, I think Seven. that they should both dump uh, Paul Heyman and just go <laughs> right off into the sunsets with their ponytails. So I would, I'll go with uh, Roman winning here, but um, I don't know what the logic is. Who cares? It's that's wrestling. There are so many different things that could happen, but I think Roman retains just because there's a lot more they could do with him and his character as champion beyond Brock Lesnar. I just don't know what Brock Lesnar will do next, but that's yeah. not my job to figure that out. That's what <laughs> the writers are paid for. So <laughs> that should be, by the way, so, complete side note, Mari, we should just stop speculating and say, until WWE pays us for our thoughts on oh what happened, we're not going to talk about it. You have high regard for our thoughts. Cause I mean, I I'm just know. trying to make, I'm, uh, we need, I just, I think we need someone like Paul Heyman to make these deals for us. Oh okay, Lita. Who do you who do Lita. you want to win between Roman and and Brock? Who do you want anything? to win? Who do you believe in more? Roman is hotter. Yeah. He okay. Is. Yes, he is. He doesn't have great hair. I, I believe in him more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I <think> same. <laughs> Roman is so. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go. <laughs> let's go with uh, the WWE oh, Championship <laughs> match. <laughs> we got Biggie, who is the WWE Champion, versus Drew McIntyre. 
So, Lita, did you you, you Drew McIntyre was one of the people you brought up. Did you really like this um, this storyline here? Yes, um, this was literally just like a sketch comedy. Like yes. he, Big E, literally does the thing where he's like, yeah. "Nobody calls you that." Like that's been in every yeah. kids comedy yeah. movie ever, where it's like they call me the whatever, and it's like nobody calls you that. Um, yep. I like when they're Literally. when these two are whispering to each other and obviously oh. saying nothing. Um, yeah, I thought that this this was more fun than the women Lighted. because they they mm-hmm. both have a sense of humor about it um, in yeah. a way that that the women don't. Um, this guy looks like John from David versus Goliath, who was also mm-hmm. in wrestling. Oh. Yeah, um, he's he's here. I just didn't send you a clip because he doesn't have anything um going for Crown Jewel this week. That is yeah. interesting. I mean, he looks like him, but he's also like a foot, not a foot taller, but like a good half foot taller. Yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah. liked the heavy metal bagpipes. Um, mm. all, all of this was <laughs> much more comprehensible. I get what's going on. It's sort of like mm-hmm. these two have a have a rivalry, but they respect each other. Yes. And so then they're going to work together against these other guys. So this was mm-hmm. this was clear, um, a, a winking delivery of mm-hmm. good good all around from these yes. guys. I, I like I, I to, like uh, Big E's little yeah. booty shorts too. They're we so like cool. his booty shorts. And yes. speaking of Big E's booty shorts, can I ask? Since why is Big E the freakiest freak of the mm-hmm. WWE? <laughs> like, get, let's get Bryce back in here because yeah, his lot. His line. I don't know if I'm allowed to. The juices. uh, He said, "I let me just read it." Um, I, for one, have tasted the spoils of being champion, and I don't want to read this with feeling because then this could be clipped and like used out of context. Basically, he said he let the the juices. uh, The nectar's drop down between his nipples. Nipples. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. and he was, he does have big. Um, he does have actually nipples. Yeah, yeah. Not, well, actually, if you really even look at this picture, that's what I mean. He he looks like he's he, a solid C cup. He love it more than that, probably. Actually, yeah. Like I mean, I oh. I agree, Lita. This is this is one of those storylines <laughs> where it's way more. Um, it's just oh. fun. It's just funny because Biggie himself, he's a goofball. If you didn't tell from the line that that Matt just read, he's a, he's I, a goofball. I'm not reading that full line. Who is a cha- who is now the champion and the 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 catalyst of Biggie's career? He's been he's we love him because he's one of those. He's a black man who does not take himself seriously. Like, he really does it. He's so hilarious and funny and goofy. And they told him he'll never win the championship if he continues to be like that. And he he won the championship. And he's still throwing, even though he's trying to kind of be serious here with Drew, he's still throwing in the the random, awkward, weirdness. And yeah. mm -hmm. We love it. Oh my, I know. I'm just, I love everything you're saying, Mari. Yeah. I'm so with it. Exactly. And this is why this is just a fun storyline. Also, they're both faces. So that's why we got them, you know, teaming up. That's why we got, um, you know, they they threw in Dolph Ziggler, the whole storyline there, but nobody cares. Uh, But it was, it was, it was definitely very fun. But the kind of downside about this is Drew got drafted to SmackDown. The WWE Championship belt is Raw's belt. 
So again, we're at this point yeah. where that draft is kind of, you know, interfering into the storyline you're trying to tell. Because how? Why would I think that Drew McIntyre is really going to win this match when the belt that he's he's competing for isn't on the show that he's on? So, but do you? I mean, I think it's fine. I'm with you. I don't think he'll he'll win it by any stretch of the imagination. I just appreciate Big E being creepily entertaining and yes. like also just I he brings the you said it Mari, he brings this powerhouse attitude, he brings the comedy, he brings the in-ring ability, he brings mm-hmm. like the charisma, the uniqueness, the nerve, the talent, all of it mm-hmm. and we love that about E. He's he's just got everything that you could ask for. I'm I'm almost getting emotional thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did, what did we deserve? What did we do to deserve Biggie is my question. So, uh, right. What did we deserve? Um, but yeah. And the, Us- the Usos came in here too. I mean, I don't know. I didn't, again, it's just all plot devices just to um, get them to, to fight with each other against other people. You know, and then of course, after this, since they're the good guys, they actually went through with the match, you know, as much as they could before they kind of turned on each other. So it's whatever. Um, I, d- I just, I do like this storyline. I'll be better when it's over. I, I like Biggie defending his, this is technically his first title defense, right? After Lashley. So. Yeah. After yeah, Lashley. After Lashley. So I, I'm going to go with big a big E win here. Uh, Lita, what do you think? Um, Sure. So McIntyre can't win because he's going somewhere uh, else. I mean, he could oh. win. He, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me because if he wins, is he going back to Raw? I mean, of all of the people, uh, he, there's nothing tethering him to SmackDown. Like, uh, WWE does it. So, like, if you have a relationship, like, if you're married or something like that, you're on the same brand as your partner. He does not have a partner, so he huh. could, yeah, yeah, so he could go back to, to Raw if need be, but I don't see the point, especially since Biggie just won the title like a few weeks ago, and Drew has already said that he wants to face Roman down the line, so it doesn't even, it just doesn't make sense, like storyline-wise. I mean, but in in the storyline, Drew, as Biggie said, he has a big sword, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can do that anything might be it. That might be the and, difference maker. Uh, I I don't know if this is worth noting. My boyfriend knows a lot about weapons, and he said that this <sighs> is a very authentic Scottish sword. Let's do it. Oh, so it's, it's, it's the correct it's, it's sword. Claymore, nice Claymore. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that's his finishing move. He calls it the claymore. It's, it's just a kick, but that's why he he. <laughs> it's not actually using the sword. Okay. Yes. Oh um, God, no. <laughs> that's yeah. what makes me nervous. He calls the sword Angela, apparently as well. Why though? I don't know. Who's that Angela? A Scottish name? It's, a, like a, it's Rockstar from Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> He's, a big He's like, yes, I have to name my sword after Rockstar from Big Brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So, um, <laughs> sure. Next- Biggie, Biggie can win. He's high drag. High drag. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Let's, I mean, Biggie is taking that win, I think. But I think the thing that's also really interesting is that the Usos, I think, might have been the first people to reference this. 
at Survivor Series, which takes place at the end yes. of November. There apparently will be a champion versus champion match. So right now that would be Big E versus Roman. And it could still be Big E and versus Roman if they keep the championships. Or it could be Big E versus Brock Lesnar or Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar. So mm. it's always interesting to see like what they're setting up for next. Yeah. Honestly, I just I don't feel like WWE cares that much about they would they could do whatever they want. They don't I don't think they care much about that, but there will be a champion versus champion match if what the Usos said is and you would have to assume that's what they're doing. And if anything, that even further may side with Big E winning because uh, yeah. they already did Roman versus Drew for Survivor Series last year when Drew was- and Drew versus Brock before the pandemic or at the oh, start yeah. of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so next up we have Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg which again is something I'm just like nah, yada yada. Makes um, me uncomfortable. <laughs> the whole thing. All of these death threats just flying around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is a it is a no holds barred uh, match, no disqualification match. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg, and so uh, Goldberg has been trying to kill Bobby Lashley ever since Bobby Lashley accidentally put his hands on Goldberg's fifteen year old son. Um, so Bobby Lashley had a pretty good promo saying that he's going to end Goldberg's career, which honestly, please do. But um, um, yes. confirmed you. Yes. Uh, Goldberg. Yes, yes. Big, confirmed. I, Which big, actually, like, as a complete yeah. other note, big, is, like, such a... I feel like that is one of the things within wrestling where, like, there was... has I'm sure definitely been a lot of anti-Semitism in wrestling. I'm not la- laughing at that. I'm laughing at the fact that your dog is just staring at you. <laughs> I, know, I was like, um, what, do you, what do you need? <laughs> uh, it's very questionable. This is why people need to watch on YouTube. It's a, it's yeah. an evolving. It's like a live tribal council here. Like, yeah. you don't yeah. know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was like, yeah, I, I think that's... It's Goldberg confirmed you and we appreciate him and he's the probably the most successful Jewish person in wrestling ever, I would assume. Well, no, easily. I was Mario I was just surprised to see to see a Jew, especially because um a lot of these people these are probably not their real names, right? Right. Well, yeah. Paul Heyman, this, guy, this is, this is his real yeah. name. Jewish, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This this is Goldberg's real name too. Goldberg is yeah. also one of the most successful people in the wrestling business. So it, yeah, he like, is. You know, but you he's also like uh, he's old, Lita. I don't know. He is <laughs> old. Yeah. I, I gathered. Yeah, <laughs> daddy vibes. He's from the no. he's he's definitely from the Attitude Era where the Roman, was, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 20, <laughs> no, I meant like dad, dad. Oh well, that means something different. <laughs> no, yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Clarifying. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so what did you think of these promos Other we vibes. sent you we sent you Goldberg's promo before he got uh, attacked by the Hurt business and then Bobby Lashley's promo from this week I, I don't care for um, anything involving minors or death threats <laughs> not fun none of this so is fun yeah. 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 Not, so nothing with, with children Let's, mm-hmm. yeah especially them being attacked yeah, it's well, just not. It's uh, not fun. I even if it's not not real, it's not. Nobody likes to think about that. 
I take yeah. Bobby Lashley's stance. I think it was a complete accident. Um, I will say yeah. this. I will That's say still this. Still not fun. In, <laughs> I will say this in his hurt. defense. He's not eight. Someone say eight years old. He's a sophomore <laughs> high school. He's fifteen, and also he got in the this. The one thing I would say is that security is to blame here because mm-hmm. security should have stopped him from getting in the ring because he's fifteen. Yes. And fire somebody. Oh my gosh. Okay. I, I think I think Goldberg's gonna win here just because like he's all rah rah. I'm doing this for my family. It's a no holds barred, no disqualification match, which is you know, they use that for older competitors to help hide their like kind of flaws when it comes to in ring work. So <laughs> I I think I think Goldberg is gonna Because win it's here. not as sad if they die because they're at the end of their yeah. life. It is so sad. <laughs> Any any last thoughts on Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley? No, um, I mean no. his son got beat up. Yeah, I, I'm just uh, happy to report <laughs> that in my research I learned that uh, Bill Goldberg did have a bar mitzvah. Oh, these you are the kind of these are the kinds of the... things that are worth researching for me. How did like, you find that out? I googled Bill googled. Goldberg Jewish. <laughs> But then, like, the bar. What? How I always just want to be abundantly clear that I am Jewish and I don't just have some weird thing about, like, I just, that I, just wanna weird, I mean, yeah, I guess sure. that would be a little bit funny. If I just came on here as a goy and I was like confirmed Jew, that would be very weird. <laughs> but if you weren't, oh, well, I guess that's a great one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> just like there's a fine line between appreciation like, and like, we have more like, questions. We have more questions. Wow. Yeah, this is interesting. Gold, uh, if anyone Googles Goldberg Jewish, you learn a lot. Yeah, I'm he was bar mitzvah at, at Temple Beth Israel. Oh my wow. God. Why is Shout his whole life on the internet? Well, I guess everybody. He's a celebrity. Is. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Look so next up. <laughs> I do want to spend what? a little Wait. bit of time. No, we're nah. good. We got we yeah, hit it. We hit thank it you. I'm just fascinated <laughs> by Bill Goldberg and Ju- Judaism. Seth Rollins versus Edge. They are, will be, be in a Hell in a Cell at the pay-per-view. And again, this is one of the better put together feuds here. Lita, I definitely just want to get you, I want to get your initial impressions. We sent you the clip of <laughs> Rollins entering Edge's home. Um, we have Edge talking about how he's going to scar Seth Rollins and then of course Seth Rollins um, saying he wants to end Edge at Hell in a Cell <laughs> what did you... okay, the so... fashions I need to know we yes. love the fashion a uh, couple things so yes. one um, turns out Edge is a different person than Brock Lesnar Big yes. reveal. They look exactly the same. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I mean, with the hair, I can. I thought this I was the Canadian saying. guy because he was like, "Oh, I knew you lived in the middle of nowhere," but then I realized that there are different people. Wow. Um, Seth Rollins definitely a big highlight for me. He's he was my oh, favorite nice. um, because he's it's so ridiculous and it's not mm-hmm. like an original character because he's like a Disney villain or he's just yes like a. He's like like, a- like a, a DC very, comic villain or something and like that. He has the best laugh. He's very um like 
Loki or like mm-hmm. Scar from Lion King, where he's yes. like he's like underappreciated. Like he feels that he's underappreciated, and that's what kind of drives his evilness. Is that like people don't recognize how good he is? Um, exactly. And so like that's sort of his, what seems like his origin story is that like nobody like appreciates him, and so as a result, he became evil. Um, so it's not yeah. original, but it's clear um, like what his thing is. Um, I like. Yeah, I like his um, style. I just, I feel like this was something that um, really stood out to me in all of these clips was this guy's performance um, and his commitment. Yes. How did you feel about the home invasion? <laughs> Who cares? I don't yeah, know. Does, like... How do you feel about home invasions? Um, uh, well, I'm definitely pro home invasion sort of generally. Um, <laughs> oh, but um, I, the best part of that easily was Edge getting on the phone with his loved ones saying, mm-hmm. go to your brothers. <laughs> like, what's he going to do? He's going to murder her if she comes home? Come on. <laughs> And the funny thing is, so Edge is married to a former WWE superstar, uh, Beth Phoenix, who does the commentary for NXT. And Seth is actually married to Becky Lynch. Um, Oh. Yeah, and they just had a baby together. So Edge at one point says something to the effect of... About Bex, yeah. Yeah, he he says, what if I I pay Becky a visit or something like that. But that was... That was like, it was such a like a code. It wasn't even like, they just brushed right by it because in the storyline, like they don't, they have never acknowledged these two being together, let alone having a child together. Wow. (laughs) Like, I think they congratulated Becky on social media and were like, uh, we're just going to pretend that, uh, Seth isn't also the father. Wait, why? (laughs) I think that's what happened when she gave birth. It was like, congratulations, Becky. these two are a couple isn't that well, like good? sometimes they sometimes they don't want to so becky yeah. and and seth did team up when they were they were both um uh he was a wwe champion and she was the women's champion back in oh, um yeah. what was that was that 20 was that a year and a half was that right before the pandemic that was right before the pandemic. Yeah, it was 2019. They and they did do on-screen tags together, but mm-hmm. they rarely ever mention who the wrestlers are dating if it's not um within the storyline okay and so, part of that is probably because like they want them to appear single so that it's like they they might invade somebody's home and sleep with their wife uh, <laughs> uh, something like um, that i think it's, it's, it's mostly just like the fact that like in theory Becky could have a storyline relationship with like Biggie, for example. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, yeah. But it, it gives mm-hmm. them more freedom if they single. Also, like so much of this is like sex appeal, especially for the women that like being yeah. in a relationship is not. But also the writing. other thing is like if you have Becky who's not a heel, well, Becky is a heel now, and Seth is also a heel, but there was a point where Seth, I think, was a heel and then Becky wasn't. And so it would have just been mm-hmm. weird to try to like it's like, oh, together. this came this relationship came out of nowhere, and then you have to work it into the story. And gotcha. I think it's just easier if they don't <laughs> work it into the story that exactly. much. Yeah. And that's what I meant by like, so Becky and Seth are both moving to Raw because um the brand split is also dependent on where you travel to because yeah. sometimes Raw will be in like Cleveland, Ohio, and SmackDown that week will be in like Pittsburgh. So that's so far what- away from each other. 
yeah. <laughs> a whole so, two hours a whole two hours exactly but that's how it, that's normally how it is it's it's, it's always like cities that are just kind of close you yeah. know um but they 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 also have different off days so that's why mm-hmm. they want them to be on the same brand they've been considerate about it um more considerate over the last few years and again there there it is there's a good picture from yeah. um yeah 2019 when they were to um together in both champions um and yeah cute couple yeah, yeah. uh and and they they have They're a baby very attractive they yeah. really are becky what becky lynch just tells. had a baby six like six oh it'll be a December. year wow it'll, yeah it'll be almost a year so yeah, the, yeah the, cool. yeah 10 months 10 10 11 months ago so yeah yeah exactly but i the fact i like that she doesn't like really brag about that because it's no. very annoying and why would she brag about their relationship? Because no, not their relationship. No, about her about, body. About, about her body. Oh, yeah, well, exactly. that yeah, that's a whole yeah, yes. I, we've great talked that about she does that. Not brag. Yeah. That's yeah, and I'm, I hope people are getting away from that because that's like a. It yeah, sucks. I did this. Like, I'm Dumb. not human. I just got my body in insane shape. Like, that's it sucks so honest. much. They do that on American yeah. Ninja Warrior a lot, where they're like, "Can mm-hmm. you believe that? Like, she has a six pack and she had a baby last year, or whatever." It's yeah. like, yeah. It's, I mean, I can't actually, believe anyone like, has a six pack ever. We don't. As, have a total, <laughs> as a total side note, this makes me think of Survivor and another RHAP podcast that just came out with Parvati from Survivor, yeah. Survivor Legend, mm-hmm. and she talked about even just like going out to the islands, like very shortly after having a baby, and like the effects on her body. And people, I'm sure, were like, "It's so impressive! You're out here doing XYZ," yeah. and it's like there's a lot even beyond the surface that's going on. And so shout out to moms is a thing. I would say happy mother's day early or late, whichever, <laughs> whichever one. Yeah. Whichever um, one. We, we almost couldn't be further from half, mother's happy, day half, in the year. Half mother's I know. day. It like, is it almost, is it's, we're almost halfway. <laughs> November will be halfway. Oh, well, half, that's so funny. we're close. Close enough. Close to halfway. <laughs> almost half mother's day. I need to get a card for that. So yeah. So this edge and Seth Rollins thing, when we're talking about, what needs to appropriately be in a hell in a cell like this is it and again breaking a hell in a cell out in the middle of you know this is normally when hell in a cell is but like remember they moved it this year but like having it be on crown jewel like it's such a stacked card like this just kind of really puts it over because you in you normally end a feud in a hell in a cell. A hell in a cell is like literally just a big old steel cage around the whole thing, and basically it's so you can't run and you just beat your opponent to like it's so much. So both of them saying they're gonna end each other. It's standard par for the course. I I'm torn who's gonna win here. Like to be quite honest, um, I think righteously the storyline would suggest that Edge should win. Um, righteously uh but i could see seth winning because edge is again he's older he's a part-timer and he might want to you know get off the road for a little bit so you can rightfully have seth beat edge especially despicably and make seth a huge heel that people will want to see you know take a loss by having him put edge down you know so it, it's interesting. I, I don't know who who's gonna win. I think um, I think I think Seth kind of needs it. So I'm gonna say Seth wins here. 
I don't feel comfortable with Edge's fashion on SmackDown. <laughs> I feel like fashion. I just don't let. Yeah. First of all, I don't. I mean, there's a whole conversation about his his sneakers, but we'll yeah. get there. Yeah. Um, I don't like that he was wearing a cardigan in the ring. I would probably that's not a wear a cardigan. What is that's he wearing a, then? That's a jacket. It's got what a kind of jacket. Looks like it's like a corduroy though, or something. Uh, even cardigans do not have zippers. Get out of here. Is that a look? Here's what I'll give you. I don't like it. I don't think that it's he's he's dressed like a like a twenty two year old. He mm-hmm. is dressed like a twenty two year old. That's true. But he's like fifty two. Yeah. And that's why I'm <laughs> gonna go metal. with Seth Rollins for this match. Just because it, it's a boot. I, his fashion's off. Definitely a it's boot. It's a boot what? <laughs> the outfit is a boot. It's not I'm a booting the outfit. Boots. It's a boot. <laughs> oh, I thought this was Yes. No, it's not. It's a drag race reference. God. Oh, a boot. A yeah, boot. Like as opposed to a toot. Oh, I don't know. We, I, it, it, it's not a, it's a toot. It's you know, a the boot, main a one boot who is it bad. About it. You just, Wait, is it a boot or is it a toot? A boot is a boot? bad. A toot is good. A shoot is great. I can't believe we're explaining this to you. It's like you want to give that outfit a boot because you don't like it. You boot it. A big boot? Yeah. (laughs) I got that one, Matt. I got you. (laughs) The wrestling, drag race, other Uh, thing. Terminology. We need need a glossary of terms. Mari, uh, I'm making an announcement now that Mari and I are going to make a a glossary slash dictionary of wrestling slash reality TV terms, and we're going to be selling it on um, rapiswebsite.com. I, I think a whole RHAP encyclopedia would be good, like terminology from all, no, we're not all doing of their habits. No, I'm, everybody <laughs> contributes their own entries for their own shows. Yeah. So make Mitch happen, Watch somebody. for the challenge would be in there. Yeah. Mitch what? Dishwash? Mitch Watch. Dishwash. Mitch, Mitch Watch. Mitch Watch. Who's Mitch? Is he the guy from The Circle? I am not about to explain that. You got to go listen to the Charles oh Hopper podcast to hear that. <laughs> I haven't um, watched. Okay. Fine. So, uh, I, the, oh, next no, up. Too much crossover. We have, <laughs> we have Mansoor versus Mustafa mm-hmm. Ali. This was interesting. This was a very interesting storyline choice because we've, yeah. you know, it's been months. Mansoor and Mustafa Ali have, they, they, they teamed up. They, you know, they they went from feuding to teaming up, and they were they're the ultimate like odd couple pairing. Mansoor is so happy and delightful, and Ali is like he's been so jaded and he's in the dark side. And it looks like they were finally both about to uh, come to the light, but yeah. then um, after losing after losing their match against uh who are they who are they fighting this time uh cedric alexander and benjamin um ali beats up monster backstage he tells him like you can't be positive i told you this business it chews you up and spits you out it's it's a very big brother uh narrative in the sense of like you're like an actual big brother like Like, he's saying like you're too nice (laughs) julie chen lumbes you're too nice. You have to. We have to Spartan up. 
he he's like you're too trusting and this is exactly where their feud started so we're i'm not surprised because mansoor whenever they go to saudi arabia mansoor is from saudi arabia from what i understand he was found there like they they did tri- tryouts there and you make it sound like he they was just, just found like him in a forest <laughs> yeah well, i mean <laughs> you know what i'm around. saying we Monster. rescued him, but really, he rescued us. There you go. <laughs> he 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 is from. I, I I don't want to say he's from Saudi Arabia because I'm I'm assuming he is, but I I just don't know. But they they that's where they they got him. <laughs> um, and he yeah, every yeah, yeah. Saudi show they always find a a match for him. It, it's so funny. It was like a um like a inside joke because he he was learning the ropes. And he would never be on WWE, WWE TV, but every time they go to Saudi Arabia, he would have a match. And not he only would he have a match, he would win. He is actually on oh, a winning spoiler. streak where he he's never lost at a Saudi Arabia show. So I'm not surprised that they, they turn this and they're giving him a match against each other. And I think this is going to be a great match. I'm just afraid that I just don't want them to split up as a team because they are a really good tag team. Um, The tag team division is so lacking that I I really don't want them to lose another team. And I really still like this storyline. So I'm hoping with the fight, like all it is, is either one of them teaches the other to be good, like Mansoor wins and teaches Ali, we don't have to do it this way. We can go back to being good and nice because that was the whole thing. Ali came in as a nice guy and he was a, a Muslim wrestler and he wanted to show how, like, you know, we are we are a peaceful people, all this stuff. This is from him. He's saying he wanted to, yeah. sh- to be that representation for people. And then he kept getting, like, he never won. He kept getting beat down and then he turned heel not too long ago. Uh, this is Mustafa, Mustafa Ali. He turned heel a long time ago, and that's what he's trying to get Mansoor to do because Mansoor was where he he originally was. So, I just hope this storyline just ends with them still being a team, and maybe they'll be like good guys again. Or I would actually prefer them to be bad guys, only because yeah. um, Mustafa Ali is he's amazing as he's been amazing as a heel. But I I do get the story of them going to be good guys, and I think the current the tag team champions are you know heels-ish so i don't even yeah. know yeah so i that's what i i, I think um lita what did you think thinking of seeing these yeah. these uh i didn't care for this mm. i didn't i didn't like him assaulting him backstage mm-hmm. i didn't i i don't know it's it's too over the top and it's to like one guy is bad and jaded and one guy is good and wide-eyed and innocent Mm -hmm. um i don't know not for me this one (laughs) i think it's like a nice it's like a simple story Mm -hmm. they've been building it a long time a long time it's been a few months but also yeah i mean i'm i'm just glad that they're building like building up a story for around either of them. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing that I think, yes. uh, and not to, well, you just agreed. So I'll say to speak <laughs> for Mari also, but I'm sure you'll share thoughts. Like it's from a meta perspective, it's great that they have a storyline mm-hmm. or something to work with the actual story. I mean, you know what? That's where I'll leave it where it's like, I'm glad that they have something to do as opposed to nothing. Cause these two are both like very talented yes. and just haven't had the opportunity to show it at all. Um, 
so that's it's interesting but yeah i don't want them fighting can't we all just get along yeah i feel like once a week that's where i end up where i just want everyone to get along in wrestling peace and love and unity and respect too exactly i just love them both so much as performers especially for monsoor to be as good as he is for being relatively new to the business if i remember correctly like i and and ali is just oh my god he's so good and he never has gotten that that's why i i I get his jaded character and i and i understand why it makes sense for him because they really have never pulled the trigger on him every time it feels like they're about to give him a big push and get behind him and like maybe give him a title or two it it just doesn't happen and they they stall it and he's so good with social media and his promos and stuff like that but they just they they you know either he he's a few things that the wwe just have never celebrated he's brown he's short Short. you know exactly and relatively skinny yes exactly not too bulky so i just want him to win man you know so yeah but also i mean look it's just like in what world (laughs) would we see this match happen like it's nice that it's happening um and mansoor i just double check was born in riyadh in saudi arabia nice. so he's, okay. from there, yeah, he's from there and he'll mm-hmm. get a great reaction and hopefully they hopefully they have time to like put on a really great match that's what yes I'll yes whether exactly. or not people choose to watch the pay-per-view that's another question but hopefully the great match is great if the match happens and nobody watches it still happens so it's like the tree falls in the forest Exactly. Yeah. Right. Where we found Monsoor. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find him. <laughs> yeah. So I think Monsoor wins here. Or, or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's definitely yada yada through let's this. Yada yada all of um, this. <laughs> what are so, we yada Rod the Rock Tag Team Championship. We have RK Bro, who are the current champions versus AJ Styles and Omus, who uh, they they took the titles from at what's this SummerSlam or whatever. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care anything about the storyline. History. Everyone who's listening probably already knows what happened. They know. So just remember those things. Like RK Bro, like they're really pushing them as a tag team. Uh, AJ and Omis, like they were ta- like I just these are two. Not two, four people who are literally just thrown together into random tag teams, and I just don't care. <laughs> I I really don't. Um, Lita, do you have any any uh, thoughts about the the clip we sent you? No thoughts, just vibes. Little just vibes. little little pink shorts, no shoes. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tr- oh, wait, Does he have little green nail polish? I didn't notice that. Riddle, yeah. Oh I my god, his tell. nails are his toenails are definitely are green. His toenails? Oh yeah. yeah, are they? You really have to like look oh. really closely to see it, and I'm not gonna. Okay. This is not Man. that kind. Oh, they definitely this is not are. That kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> this is not that kind not of. Not getting this podcast like, but, on Wikifeet. But, but yeah. Finder, not, yeah, well, Wikifeet.com. Oh yeah. No. This is a footfinder.com. No. I just made that up in case anyone wants to. Wikifeet is real. That domain name. Oh my gosh! Yes. I didn't and know. So he's. Do you think he's on it? Yes, probably. everybody's probably Every, on yes, it. Yes, everybody's on You're it. You're probably on it. You don't even know. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. that's probably the way to do it. I'm going to start 
Mari, when we set up the TikTok for the wrestling wrap up, remind me to just get my feet in there a lot because I think I that'll I think that'll drive up numbers. I do have nice. Feet. I agree. I agree. Thank you. I do. Um, thank you. <laughs> the biggest thing, the biggest thing that I think I probably noticed from this was that they were really bigging up Omis. So maybe we'll finally get where like Omis and AJ break up and they think Omis is ready to be a singles competitor. So let me tell you what I heard is that they were thinking about breaking up AJ Styles and Omis prior to this, um, you know, prior to the draft. Yeah, prior to the draft that just happened over the last week and a half. And somebody allegedly this is probably not even true this just the news the rumors that come out about wrestling were that there was a veteran wwe star who said that omis wasn't experienced enough to go off Mm -hmm. by himself and be a singles competitor as a side note i just want to point out and i don't know why i haven't noticed this but this picture of omis is making me know He's wearing some good jeans. Like this man is wearing skinny jeans. Yeah. And he is like a large person. He is huge, but he's not a great wrestler. So it makes Mm. sense to me that they're still together. And maybe he's learning a lot from AJ Styles as opposed to trying to do it on his own. Because AJ Styles, like Lita as context, like AJ Styles has been in the wrestling business since the 90s wrestling Mm -hmm. as a wrestler, like consistently. He hasn't taken breaks. I guess he just started pretty young because he's not super old now. But anyway, um, he's working with Omis, who is brand new to the wrestling business. And so even just being together and spending time together or traveling together on the road if they do there's a great opportunity for Omis to learn from AJ Styles so so from all of that I think RK bro um I think they retain um and I I just don't care Uh, (laughs) all right so uh those are all of the singles match matches from um crown jewel uh let's get into like the king of the ring tournament so and and this is where we'll add a little bit of context to some of the limitations put on by the the yeah site i'm sorry i'm fired up yeah i know so let me just talk about the first round matches while matt pulls up the pictures um the first round match we got we had ray mysterio versus Sami Zayn. we had finn balor versus cesaro uh, this these are the SmackDown matches here. Uh, we had Xavier Woods versus Ricochet, and then we had Kofi Kingston versus Jinder Mahal on Raw. So Sammy ended up beating Rey Mysterio, which is interesting. Um, Very. It looked like they used the whole uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic storyline to kind of get in the way of Sammy with Sammy Zayn winning. But the thing is, Sammy is Syrian. Um, yeah. Uh, Syrian Canadian, I think it is, Matt, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so he's not allowed in Saudi Arabia. Like, but he's not going there. He, there's no way he can go there. And the, the finals of the tournament take place at Crown Jewel. So when he won, it was kind of like, oh, okay. Um, but we did get a clip in the second round. It was, uh, Finn Balor beat Cesaro in the first round. So we got Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn on SmackDown last night. And as predicted, because this is the round right before the finals, Finn Balor wins, which Finn Balor is being pushed right now. So that makes sense in that 
um, scenario. But also, again, Sami Zayn is not allowed to step foot in Saudi Arabia. Like, and probably would never want allowed. to. <laughs> yes. And so, yeah, it's it's it is interesting. But I appreciated that he came like so close to you know to mm-hmm. doing because then it's a conversation like wait why can't he win what what why can't he go to saudi arabia so like putting more um just like getting more eyes on that i think is important highlighting injustice is mm-hmm. a nice thing that happens sometimes mm-hmm. uh, unintentionally within wwe they weren't trying to highlight the fact that he can't go there <laughs> that'd but, be funny um, if they yeah. really cared yes exactly um again we also had Xavier Woods versus Ricochet which was a pretty or well, really good match the two of them are like really good workers they were just flying their butts off uh, all around and the biggest thing is Xavier Woods has talked about being the king of the ring for the longest time it's the one thing he wants to do it's the like one of the one titles that he really wants to win so the crowd I don't know if you guys noticed I don't know where they were on Monday I forgot to check but that crowd for the Monday night raw was so hot and they really were behind Xavier Woods. And you could tell from the clip. And I just really, I kind of want him, I really want him to win. And when we get, when we got Kofi Kingston versus Jinder Mahal, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, they are tag team partners. So that's why Xavier Woods was out there rooting on Kofi Kingston. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed there, Alita, but their trunks match Big E's trunks because they are mm. a group called the New Day, all three of them. Um so we were, I was convinced we were getting Kofi Kingston versus Xavier Woods and what would have been a very emotional second round where, you know, Kofi would have to decide if he wants to take away his friend's dream. But of course, we don't get that because it's WWE. They have Jinder Mahal beat Kofi to kind of up his heel status so that now we have Xavier Woods versus Jinder Mahal. And Jinder Mahal is very tall and Xavier Woods isn't as tall. Is and it's tall. definitely a David versus Goliath set up with Xavier Woods being wanting to be king of the ring. So I mean, also just to yeah. like add to that dynamic, Ginger Mahal has Veer and Shenky who are even taller and larger, and they're behind. Um, they're behind Ginger. Ginger, wow. They're behind Ginger and in his corner. And so, like, Xavier Woods up against three very large people. Who knows? Will he make it to the tournament? I don't know. I could see a world, Mari, where Ginger makes it to face Finn Balor. That would make sense. I can, too. And that's the very, very unfortunate thing about all of this. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, because... um, Again, Xavier Woods literally wants nothing more to be king of the ring. They will more than likely never put the WWE championship on him again. He is too short for that, unfortunately. Uh-huh. That the WWE are dicks. They don't they hardly ever put the belt on people they consider to be like secondary champions. That's why he's been a, a tag team champion like 10 times, 11 times now. Um so I I really wish they would just put the 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 crown on him but i I don't know if that's gonna happen um lita did you take away anything these are just matches so did you take away anything from these matches at all um it's difficult because you know like you said it's just the matches so we don't have 
the storyline as much. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's still interesting to see like everybody's kind of different style of like, I mean, I'm always going to call it choreography, but yeah. <laughs> um, and hearing kind of like the, the recurring terms from the announcers, nobody's home, you know, <laughs> like um, just kind of picking up on the terminology. Um, but I actually didn't notice um, that Xavier was particularly short. I, I think it's hard right. when you don't like see people kind of like in a lineup, but um, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. How short is short? Oh, I mean, not he, that I, short. It's not, he's not that short. Five, nine. Yeah, something like that. Uh, um, but him and him and Ricochet are both kind of short, so that's why it's yeah. kind of harder. That's a um, great point. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, he's 5'11". Xavier was 5'11". Well, that yeah. it, unfortunately, <laughs> exactly. it's considered short. It's like football. It's like, you know, it's yeah. like football. Like, football it, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, Drew, Ma- you saw how you, Biggie is called Biggie. Yeah. You saw how tall Drew McIntyre was. I thought that it was maybe ironic. No, Biggie no, is actually well, like, sad, I think he's like 6'2". He, oh well, my yeah. god! Big E yeah. looks short compared to a lot of people. So McIntyre is like six eight. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, basically, yeah, okay, gener- so- kind of. But the other thing to note that I'll just put out there is like, I, this is He's me as a kid. So as a kid, I was mm-hmm. a massive wrestling fan to the point where I fell down many rabbit holes, and one of them that I distinctly remember was wrestlers actual heights versus their build heights yeah, so like exactly. if, like xavier was is probably like let's say five nine but they say yeah. he's five eleven. Oh, okay mm-hmm. you know and, and then like, like some of the taller people yes. it's like oh you're six nine but we're gonna say, say seven feet for like the effect yeah. of it. so mm-hmm. that's so i have trust issues now because of that well, that's, it's good. It's prepared you for life because men are constantly lying about their height. Like their <laughs> inches. About many exactly. things, I'm sure. Yeah. I yeah. think it's like two, two inches. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. So that's what, and so in Roman, same thing. I think Roman 6'4", six, 6'5", six, area, him and Drew. He might be 6'2". That's, that's uh, internet says height. he's 6'3", yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. See, yeah. we could do this forever. And forever, then sometimes yeah. wrestlers' heights change. It happens. It's happening. So that so that's what's considered small. So like Vince McMahon is, is notorious or small. Yeah. Small, exactly. Yeah. Like he's notorious for loving his champions to be larger than life. So uh, that's I why love, I love a I love a big big meaty man. Oh my there god, my, go. boy, um, I was not ready for that. That was a I, that was a I'm choice. vegan, so this is yeah. <laughs> really big vegan man. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so um, looking at the bracket again, I, I don't know. So it's it's either going to be Finn Balor versus Jinder Mahal, or um, Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. Jinder Mahal touched the he he put on the crown and scepter, and for, if I remember correctly, that's normally the kiss of death. If they have a shot of you in the the actual crown or winning the actual thing, it's normally what's not going to happen. Um, but Mari, the yeah, other side of it is when's the last time they had a fate? Well, beyond King Nakamura, that whole situation, I don't even want to talk about that. That's a whole weird situation. Yeah. But beyond him as a face and who's calling himself King, like when's the last time they had a face win King of the Ring? That's true. That's very true. I and, think, I think Jinder yeah. Mahal has a good chance of winning here, actually. Yeah. Very and, strange. and, and they can right. use him beating Xavier Woods to 
to amp his healness up. So it sucks, but it might actually happen. And again, it's also taking place in Saudi Arabia. Jinder Mahal is, he's Indian, but to WWE, they're like, same thing. Yeah. Hey, that's, yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, throw the yeah. brown people out there, guys. It's okay. Like, that is literally their <laughs> I thing. mean, I, that, I'll, yeah, I could, exa- yeah, I think that if I had to call this tournament overall, I would say I think gender's winning. Don't hinder gender. I don't. Was that a phrase that people use? Don't it hinder was. gender. Okay, that wasn't a future yeah. dream. So let's easy. let's move on to the Queen's Crown tournament again. We did get a little bit more here um, in ter- terms of storyline. Um, so we got the first round matches were. Ugh, Choices because we had Tony Storm versus Zelina Vega, and we had Liv Morgan versus Carmella, and those are those are the the first round for SmackDown. Tony Storm is such a great wrestler. I mean, all four of these women are re- really good wrestlers, but Tony Storm and Liv Morgan specifically, they're both faces, and they both have very large fan bases. So for them to lose against Zelina Vega and Carmella, a lot of people were upset about it. You know. Um, they they really were and then so we get Carmella versus Zelina for the second round and they were previously tag they were tagging with each other they're both heels they uh before the match Zelina told Carmella you know you don't have to wear your face mask Carmella's been putting on a weird face mask thing to protect her face yeah um this this was my favorite when I said that there was a girl that really like (laughs) got me later on this is her Carmella she's got the best outfit the pink sparkly um everything I Mm -hmm. love this this face thing Oh yeah, my go. gosh! And the leopard print, I love her. I, I'll say when you <laughs> describe her extensions are fierce. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. The quote unquote she she refers to herself. She's the self proclaimed most beautiful woman in WWE. When you described your wrestling outfit, honestly, yeah. this is exactly well. Mm-hmm. This wasn't exactly what I thought of, but I did picture the like the high boots, the yep. kind of bikini type of outfit. And the face mask that she wears is such an inspired choice. It's I don't know amazing. why oh, This there. woman, first of all, is a drag queen. Yeah. She's <laughs> you know got such a full yes. beat. Like, oh my God, she looks amazing. I love her. Exactly. Mm. Uh, Carmella, this is look true. At that. Getting the love and- she deserves. Except. <laughs> You know, and as a side note, like I like that there's <laughs> the, in the background they have this storyline between Carmella and Liv Morgan that's still continuing. So it looks nice. like she just murdered a member of the Jabberwockies she- dance group. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or like she just like assassinated the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, yes. yes, and this is and this is it. Like they they are both going to Raw, so it, it makes sense that they are going to continue. Um, you know, it, it makes sense that they're going to continue their uh, their feud, and that Liv cost her cost Carmella the um, her spot. So, if you bring up the bracket, Matt, Zelina moves on to the finals, so she's she's going to the finals. On the other side, with Raw, we had Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler. Um, again, we kind of talked about their previous match where um, Dana Brooke was getting very she's getting. Um, very harsh critiques on commentary which is like normally they really don't do that so that was a little weird um 
And before we move on about Shayna Baszler, I want to say that we talked, we had a match between Dewdrop and Natalia, which was probably uh-huh. the least interesting match of the tournament, honestly. Uh, Dewdrop beat Natalia. Shayna Baszler beats Dana Brooke. But that's not the last we see of Shayna this week. So, so this is. So Naomi yes. has been kind of she's Thank been feuding you. with Sonia Deville. Naomi has been asking for a match. Naomi is like, I want a match. Sonia, give me a match. Last week, Sonia said you'll have a match and it'll be versus me. And everybody's like, oh, okay, is Sonia Sonia hasn't fought in like 14 years. Lita, it is a story. Like she had a stalker who broke into her house and literally almost in killed real, her and her best real, friend real, in, real, real, in real life. life. In oh real life. Sonia Deville. Yes, yeah, Sonia Deville. Um, a and year, about a yeah, year ago. About a year, a little bit more than a year ago. And she and was with, I mean, like they can, that she was with Mandy Rose, right? Yeah. Who's she also was, yeah. a wrestler at the time. Yeah, exactly. Her best friend. Her best friend. And so, and wild. he had like, he had like a kidnap kit with like ropes, he had and like knives, rope, and everything. Kn- tape, yeah. whatever. Her they were sa- like they they were thankfully safe, safe right? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and so she yeah. took she had a she had to uh, testify at the trial. They caught him immediately. Thank God. Uh, she had to testify yeah. at the trial, and she has not wrestled since. So she's wow. um been taking some time off, but she came mm-hmm. back earlier this year as a WWE official. So she's been working as a uh, in the capacity of a WWE official. And originally when she first started this kind of feud with Naomi, she's like, I'm an official. I'm not going to get in the ring. So when Naomi thought she was going to have a match against her, she was really amped up. But mm-hmm. Sonia comes out, she says she introduces and she's an official so she can make the match for whatever she wants to. And right. she adds Shayna Baszler to the match and it becomes a two-on-one handicap match. And I just want to quickly say, I love everything about this. Mostly because it makes Shayna Baszler look like a complete badass. Um, Shayna Baszler will be going over to SmackDown to be with Sonya Deville and Naomi. So this makes sense. If, if Shayna Baszler ends up becoming Sonya Deville's like, uh, kind of like, you know, enforcer and, or henchman or anything like that, that's going to be so cool. They um, look good together. They look so good together. They both have MMA backgrounds. Um, and also, Naomi is finally getting the storyline that she's always wanted. She's been in the WWE for 10 plus years. She's been a women's champion, but she says the one thing she wants to do before her career is over is have like a career defining feud. And mm-hmm. this is it because it's drawing on the real life of her being not utilized to her fullest abilities by the WWE. It's a very um, her versus the authority type feeling. She feels like she's being dragged down and that's what her fans like me and a lot of people think. They think they could be using her better. So they're drawing off of real life. They're there, it's making Sonya look like a badass, making Shayna look like a badass. And this has been a, a really good feud for the past few weeks. And I can't mm-hmm. wait to see where it goes in the future. So I loved everything about this. And I think what will happen is because it's going to be Shayna Baszler versus Dewdrop for the finale of the, the to get to the, the Queen's Crown final match. I think Naomi is going to cost Shayna the match. <gasps> and. Yeah, and I, yeah, that's what I think is gonna happen, and um, I think Dewdrop, it'll be Dewdrop versus Zelina at Crown Jewel. But damn, I love this. Any thoughts about? Let that? me just also throw in that, like, I think so. The other thing that I love about Sonia and Shayna being together is that I know that that Shayna, like, so well, both of them are part of the LGBT community, but it's like 
very, and that's, that brings up a whole other thing that we have to get to that part of the conversation in a second about who's actually going to go to Saudi Arabia. Um, mm-hmm. cause that's a very complicated situation, but I mean, I love seeing these two together. They, as you mentioned, Mari, they both have MMA backgrounds and I hope that this is like, they, they did just take apart so many, um, teams, women's teams, especially in the draft. And so I hope that they're doing that to build back these like maybe long standing teams. Like I can't say enough. These do look so great together. And the feud with Naomi is smart. And I liked that Naomi like held her own in the match for oh, yeah, she a did. good for, amount uh, of time, yeah. which uh-huh. was, which was nice. But um, yeah, I'm, I, uh, I don't know. Lita, do you have thoughts on, either of these two or on anything that we have said about this and them? Um, I just liked seeing like some body diversity in this segment, as opposed to the first four women that we saw. I mean, especially yeah. with Dewdrop, but even um, like, I don't know, just they, they all look not like carbon copies yeah, in a yeah. way that the first four women Small all petite, have very yeah. similar body types, like different amounts of kind of muscles. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah. So that was, that was nice to see. Um, and good to know about sort of the, the LGBT community connection, because I figured when you're talking at the top, like about homophobia in it, I feel like that's probably, yeah. it's probably more just a guess. I'm guessing it's more prevalent that there are more queer women um, mm-hmm. than men in wrestling. Exactly. Well, I mean, and I and I mean it. it it's also fair to. I mean, I, I would assume that it's more. I think it's it's probably more accepted for like queer women to yes. be yeah, in wrestling. More or like in sport. I mean, mm-hmm. actually, like in sports in general, I think Period. it's a good right because it, it aligns with culture's yeah. perception of lesbians is that they're like mm-hmm. butch and they're they're yeah. masculine so they're engaging in masculine activity which is a kind of homophobia obviously yeah. Yes. Um, yeah but it is more accepted to be a queer woman in sports than it is to be a queer man because that violates the gender norm for an exactly. athlete to like men Yes, that's why we need this women's studies degree in wrestling. We need you on this podcast. And also I will say come on again, yeah. I will say there's but there's so much um so much there that that's interesting. I will also say as I pull up the bracket, um what's interesting to me is that Dewdrop is a bisexual woman mm-hmm. and Shayna is a gay woman and mm-hmm. I don't one of them is going to be in Saudi Arabia competing, apparently. Oh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, mate, look, here's what I'm going to assume because I assume that something needs to come up. Let's say that Shayna wins. Let's say that Shayna wins this match against Dewdrop. And then somehow Naomi takes Shayna's spot. Like, I don't know how that would work, but <laughs> I just don't understand. I mean, maybe Dewdrop will win and they'll just kind of like ignore the fact that she's bisexual. I don't know. But this is actually kind of like groundbreaking ish or like very interesting that they'll have an, a, yeah. a queer person. It, it really show. is. Yeah. Like they're basically guaranteed. Yeah. A queer person, but also originally when the Saudi show started there was there was only like one women's match on the card like yeah. this is like two was it but one also, or was it zero it was right it was the like zero show. then it was one but and then it was like only blonde girls could be on like blonde so 
Yeah, you don't remember with the the Natal? I think it was Natalia and, and Lacey. That was the first Lacey. match. Yes, um, that was their first match. It was like they they it was only a certain female. Yeah. So either way, this is groundbreaking. Um, depending on who it is between the being queer and just like Lita um said the different body types too. So it I'm it's interesting. It, it will be really interesting to see because normally women's matches have not been. Uh, no, I shouldn't say well received because I feel like that's like the fans seem to to like the women's matches. Yeah, but like it, they Less were supported by the yes, yes, well supported. Yeah. And, and when they go, they will have to um put on Cover, like long, uh, yeah, yeah, and a t shirt over and all of that that good stuff or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know who's going to win this at all. I thought it was going to be Shayna. I thought we were going to, because Shayna goes oh, by her moniker as the Queen of Spades. So I yeah. thought that's what we were headed towards when they first announced this tournament. But I don't think she needs it. if Because you, you also have to take up that gimmick, like that queen gimmick. And if she's about to be Sonya's like, right hand, I don't think she needs that gimmick. So, Make her the queen. Who cares? I don't I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. That's the, like the reality of this. Um, but yeah. I mean, anything I get, like I was saying, I think Shayna would advance and I could see her winning the tournament. Yep. Weird. Weird things though. Exactly. So um, that's it for the crown jewel um, yeah. card. Uh, everything that we've talked about can be found in our highlights and our, in our highlights playlist down in the description or in your podcast notes um again check out the clips watch them alongside of us as we talk about them but uh this is time where we unfortunately have to say goodbye to lita it was so great having you on lita Uh, we might have to might have to come on again because um i would really love to delve deep into some of the more of the women's stuff with you and you'll, you'll be a little yeah. bit more well versed the next time so you'll be yes. like, i've seen these people before you mm-hmm. know so um this was so fun uh tell the people where they can find you yeah yes um thank you so much for having me this was great um i will definitely be more now that i know that it's like so much more than just people fighting like like i'll be more (laughs) attuned to the culture um you can find me on twitter at lita tweeted um i'm private but just request me i accept everybody um you can find me on instagram at lita grand and you can find my dog on instagram at sassy cassie pgh oh there you go and uh don't you have a twitch too right Yes, um, twitch.tv slash pity gaming, P I T T I E. Um, we haven't done it in forever because we were out of town all summer and then, um, grad school started. Turns out grad oh, school's yeah. hard. Um, yeah. but you can still follow it. Um, we'll, we'll get it back up and running eventually. Yeah. We well, have it linked in yeah. our description. We do. We do. And so thank you so much for even joining us. And speaking of pity, pitying us and being part of this <laughs> wrestling podcast. And no, only um, only pity short for Pitbull in Pittsburgh. No, okay, no yeah. actual pity. <laughs> we'll take we'll take your word for it. But either way, we appreciate you. We're so glad that you could be on and be part of this. These shenanigans, this mess, this very train wreck sometimes <laughs> all the things <laughs> yeah. all right well thank you guys so much we'll talk bye to you. lita thanks lita bye.
<laughs> oh right. man I, amazing guest i I love when we when we have a great guest like that so, i love when we have a great guest like that and we didn't even reference the fact that her name's lita that's like i the, know <laughs> i know look, right look at that, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> no one gets that's confused. Gross. well actually i hope a lot of people get confused and listen and are still listening because they got other lita but hey you yeah. know what We'll take it. We'll take it. If you're new here, thank you. And if you didn't watch the video and thought that that was Lita from WWE, well, just pretend it was, and we're all yeah. good. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So let's let's continue. We we do let's have. Do there are some things that I did want to just kind of briefly touch on because, like I said, we basically um, did the whole podcast around the crown jewel match but i definitely wanted to give a shout out to the usos versus street profits they had an amazing smackdown tag team tag team titles uh match street fight like on smackdown and it was so good and it just again made me think didn't we get the street profits versus the usos at extreme rules or something like that and they did not have any extreme rules and i think we talked about how we thought we it was going to be a great match and it was yeah. a great match but like why like why didn't we get this earlier because I this think was a this, great well, match I, I think we're we have to be missing something about <laughs> that whole extreme i don't even i'm so tired of thinking about it and mentioning yeah. it because it really does bother me like yeah there are no extreme rules <laughs> yeah like what why made no why sense. and then you give it to us maybe okay maybe let's assume this maybe they were like look we we're not ready right now mm-hmm. for this extreme rules match but let's push it back a few weeks to smackdown <laughs> also i will say it's not it's like some of the pay-per-views we've had in the past have been like too stipulation heavy and it feels forced and so maybe wwe is trying to find their balance it's great that they though gave us like they're giving us these stipulations on regular tv where Fox is going to be happy. The other people over at USA are also going to be happy. Everybody wins. Exactly. It's all about the network executives. Okay, wait, sorry. Complete side note that I didn't bring up. Um, but speaking of networks, before we get back to the Usos and Street Profits, why the heck do they need to tell us that it's the season premiere of SmackDown? Like, why did they tell us that? Back- I don't know. It doesn't no matter. Clue. It doesn't. It. We're still surprised. You're there all the time. Yeah. Like it's not like Matt Mar, you're back. It's like no. We. Anyway, I'm done. We're back at the Usos and the Street Profits. Yeah. Wonderful match. Wonderful athleticism. Ten stars is what I Ten would give. Ten stars. Them. There you go. Yes. And then we also had to talk about. Uh, we kind of um, alluded to it with Lita here. Um, so. We had Isaiah Swerve Scott, who was the current North American champion. You know, him and, and um, Hit Row got drafted to SmackDown. So, mm-hmm. of course, uh, es- es- Santos Escobar of Legado del Fantasma said he wants a shot at the NXT North American Championship. And it was set up for NXT 2.0 this week. But before the match, Legato kidnapped Top Dollar and B Fab. Like they legit, she was right. They threw them into black. That was and I have drove to, off. 
and neither of us say, know what like, was wrong with that <laughs> honestly if that's how kidnappings like go i'm terrified because yeah. that was way too easy <laughs> Yes, and I like how Swerve Swerve is like walking towards the camera with his headphones on, so he doesn't hear his friends being kidnapped behind. I know, which is also really annoying because now I need to go back and look at all of the other times he's had his headphones on. Yeah, Top Dollar was like, Top Dollar said on Twitter, uh, like, that is the best ad for a set of headphones, like, ever. Uh, (laughs) Wait, how did Top Dollar tweet? Isn't he still kidnapped? That's what people were saying. Like, like, weren't you just kidnapped? How are you? I mean, tweeting? he could still have his phone. We'll get into Top Dollar's tweets a little bit later. We but, will probably in like ten minutes. But the yeah, the biggest thing about it was uh, so that means no hit row at ringside. Then Legato said, "Yeah, we kidnapped hit row, but I'm not. Um, Legato's not going to be at ringside either." So. The Gato del Fantasma, they weren't at ringside either. Um, so it was a good match. However, it did devolve and um, Legato ended up coming out, if I remember correctly. But then also mm-hmm. Carmelo and Tricky came out to help swerve. Yeah. And so. Um, and what heroes they were. It was so great. Because what I said to myself is <laughs> okay, what swerve needs to do. Because number one, the first thought I had when they were kidnapped was like, Swerve, don't, like, you don't need to call the cops. Let's not get them involved. That's all. We don't need that. (laughs) But call back, call some backup. You need backup of some sort. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't know if he called them to support him, but he had backup, which to me was very satisfying because way too often in wrestling, especially in WWE, we just get like, it's like it's almost like people don't have any friends. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> but he had alleged friends, friends who showed up and had his back, and that for like two seconds ultimately yeah. paid off for two. Yeah, seconds. yeah. Swerve uh, was able to retain the championship from Santos Escobar, but then he was promptly hit in the face by hit Carmelo Hayes. Face. You know why? Because Carmelo Hayes won the breakout uh, NXT breakout tournament, which means he was given a contract that he can, much like Money in the Bank in a sense, the contract was for, he could sign it for any title at any point. So he knocked out Swerve. Yeah, if you're looking at us on YouTube, we have the pictures up. He signed the contract, handed it to the ref and told the ref, let's go. And they had like a small kind of match, like Swerve tried to you know, do a little bit of defense after he just went through a whole nother match. But mm-hmm. ultimately, Carmelo Hayes uh, got the better of him. And Carmelo Hayes is now the new NXT North American champion, which is just amazing on just so many levels. Um, most like because we knew Swerve couldn't take that championship to SmackDown. So we all knew right. he was going to have to drop it. So and, that was well, I mean, that would have been interesting if he did take the championship to SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it kind of before, but like I, they yeah. still always normally they they're never they never have it long whenever they go back no. up to the main roster. Yeah. Um Shame. but so I we I thought it was just gonna be a boring like okay, him versus Santo Escobar. Um and he's probably gonna take the, the title off of off of Swerve. Mm-hmm. But 
this was a good swerve. You know what I'm saying? Like this yeah. swerve, uh, swerve wins, and then Carmelo cashes in, and the crowd loved it because Carmelo it, swerves, swerve exactly. And it's the what's really amazing about it is WWE actually striking when when the iron is hot. You know what I'm saying? Like we just talked about last week on NXT 2.0 how the crowd literally just chanted Carmelo Hayes' name throughout a, a fatal four-way match once he was eliminated. Like, they love him there. there mm-hmm. And they actually pulled the trigger on him. Um, yeah. oh. y- you know, he is now the new North American yeah. champion. He has Tricky by his side, who Tricky Williams is still trying to kind of learn the ropes um, from wrestling. So that this will be great for Carmelo can um, wrestle. Tricky can be his muscle. They Tricky? Can ta- Does he yeah. get my Tricky? It's probably Trick. I think it's trip, like Trick trip. Williams. Trip. No, it's not. No, no, no. It's not Trip. It's Trick. Really? Yeah, it's Trick. It's Trick Williams. Oh my god. Yeah, I call him Tricky only because like um, there's a producer. There's like a rap producer named Tricky Williams. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but uh, yeah. yeah I, I and there's also a there's also a graphic designer with R H A P name. Oh yeah, Shout Tricky. Out to Tricky. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's he wasn't in this segment though. Well, that would be I would rather have Carmela Hayes with Tricky from R H A P. Yeah, that to me is what I'd want to see. But I'll take this as a close second. Yeah. So so Carmelo Hayes, he did it, and I'm so excited for him. I can't wait to see where this goes. I think this was great. Maybe he'll continue to feud with Legato. Uh, yep, here's a picture of Carmelo and Trick. Um, but let me also just say something here from like uh, out out uh, from a shoot perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, one day I'm going to shoot on this probably if we see way too many of this move in one week. People need to really stop doing leg drops. Um, like his top rope leg drop finisher to swerve, like. Shoot, that clearly hurts him and his tail tailbone a lot. Yeah. But it's just not good. And I think different wrestlers have talked about this. Ryback, um, years ago, I remember listening to Ryback. That's a name that we haven't probably ever mentioned we on this shouldn't. podcast mm-hmm. for what you know, for better or for worse. But like he did like he did like a backpack stunner, which ruined his back because he was taking the bump onto his tailbone. Becky, I think, also has probably she talked about this drop. a little with her leg drop. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy, it's not good for your back. It's like, not good at all. Stop doing leg drops. Hulk Hogan, look Hulk at him. Hogan. Yeah, that's why I, I didn't want to say it, but he, he he's notoriously had like hip surgeries because yeah. of doing the leg drop. So like, I hate, yeah. especially a top rope leg drop. Yeah. I hate it. But yeah, it's a lot of pressure on your, your lower yeah, back and your tailbone and your hip. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And you just did shoot on it. So, um, yeah, other than that, NXT 2.0, again, they are really churning it out. They're they're really good. You know, we're we're not going to get into it this week, but I have been consistently entertained by NXT 2.0. The um we had another lashing out with Lash Legend. I'm mad that they swerved us there because they said that maybe Tony D'Angelo would be on there, but then he wasn't like a producer told him, you know, the producer kept him off. But then we got a bitchinette of Tony like saying, like, "Ah, I didn't want to be on lashing out basically. And then he had the producer in his trunk. That was funny. Um but yeah, NXT 2.0 is is it -hmm. they've really been hitting on all cylinders since the rebrand. So I, I've been loving it, honestly. Yeah, yeah. We need someone. I just want someone to come on here and tell us how offensive the 
Tony D'Angelo. That's what I'm saying. Is. I need to conclude because I was really thinking about that in the last week. That Tony D'Angelo is living rent free in but my head. I, but again, I don't know if it's offensive because we don't know. That, but he says that's him. You know what I'm saying? That he says like that's his personality. Like he is. I don't know the truth. So he is Italian. This is what I want the truth. Does. So I I don't know. And he and he plays into it. He plays into it with the things. And so I I don't know. I don't know. You know. But yeah, we need maybe find somebody who's Italian to come on and tell us. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> But um, other than that, again, those clips can also be found in our highlights, um, in our highlights playlist. So let's wrap this up with our little segment called The Shoot. Um, The Shoot. shoot Yeah, baby. uh, Yeah, baby. The Shoot. It's time for us to to shoot. And I want to lead into it. But the shoot about shoes, I would say. Oh my gosh, yeah. And our, of course, our shoot segment is any unplanned, unscripted, or real life occurrence in wrestling from the week that we feel like we want to talk about. And we can either give praise or we could just go in. So, uh, Top Dollar, <laughs> Top Dollar, uh, tweeted a tweet quote that quote, he, quote. he quote a tweet that quoted around the world. Uh, what was this on? It looks like it was like on Wednesday. Sure. Yeah, it was on Wednesday. Um, and the tweet goes: Some of y'all favorite wrestlers only wear sneakers on camera to seem cool and hip, but in real life they rock Vans and Asics exclusively. But y'all not ready for that conversation. So what seemed like a joking tweet <laughs> seemed like to be have taken out of context because a lot of people thought he was referencing the Young Bucks. I still don't understand why people thought he was referencing the Young Bucks um, until the Young Bucks changed their bio to say something to the effect of we've spent more money on sneakers than the whole NXT roster which of course uh, ignited the WWE versus AEW Stan Wars for for literally four days, like Top Dollar has been trending for the last like three days. You know, people coming into his mentions telling him like he needs to stop talking on the Young Bucks when he's about to be future endeavored or enjoy catering and SmackDown. What the and heck? All this stuff. It, what yeah. is wrong with people? Nobody like, asks for your subpar opinion. Yes. Like it just doesn't make sense. It's literally all of that over a joke tweet and then people calling him like flop dollar or so really And that's like not dumb. even but like the thing is it's not even worth his energy. It's not worth anyone's energy because it's just right. ridiculous. Like obviously he is not a flop at all. So mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you but I don't like the lies. I don't like the lies from the people who are like trying to pretend that he's not good because they don't like his opinion on something. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and it's like, why does it all have to like come to this? You know what I'm saying? Like, because it's easy because it's simple. It's like basic, you know, why, why do people like, why are your mom jokes a thing like it's just too easy like it doesn't take creativity or energy to think about it it's mm-hmm. literally like what is the first thing that someone thought about 
And, you know, a lot of people are not capable, capable of thinking in a clever way about ways to insult people. There are probably a lot mm-hmm. of great ways they could have insulted Top Dollar. This wasn't it, though. They keep saying stuff like, if you know, you don't draw any of the money that those guys have drawn, see you on main event. Like, he literally just got there. So, <laughs> why are you? I just it, want, you know what I want? I want Bianca Belair here on this podcast to just talk about all of the ways that, um, I don't know, like all of the ways that. People are. I love the way that Bianca talks about everything. I like the way that she t- takes mm-hmm. people apart. But I wish that like pe- respected people like that could just come out and be like, "No, you fans are stupid." Yeah, like and you're not I, even just, like really fans of the people you're trashing. So that's exactly because I'm I'm I feel like I'm like ninety percent sure that the Young Bucks and Pap Dollar like are fine you know what I'm saying like they're not they're like they're not beefing but it's the fans that always take it to a hundred and that's why it's so that's why it's so annoying when it comes to like wrestling and fans in general like you know stand wars all of that like we're not just talking about wrestling stands but like something in storyline will be fine it'll make sense it'll be okay but then it'll be the fans that take it to the 98th degree and which makes me then want to be like they should have thought of that and maybe not put out put this out for that product you know i will say you know the one thing i'll give and this applies to big brother fans too um, and probably a lot of other fandoms is just like sometimes the type of content breeds certain types of reactions right like wrestling i'm not surprised that wrestling like you know when you leave a wrestling show sometimes and you're like oh i just want to get in the ring and like do a moonsault or like cut a promo on somebody. Like, I feel like that's a lot of what we see on Twitter where people are just like, yeah, I'm a wrestler too. Let me cut a promo and get in someone's face and try to start right. a fight. And it's like, you don't need to do all that. Nobody asked for it, but yeah. you know, it happens. I, and you know what? I'm not even mad. I get it. I, the thing I think that kind of sucks though is that a lot of these people like really react to it. Like I was just mm-hmm. a se- literally a second ago scrolling through Top Dollar's Twitter trying to find like the tweet that you were talking about. And like literally there are like a million, there are dozens and dozens of retweets on his feed that are people just backing him up in this argument. Which I even wish that he didn't even acknowledge this mm-hmm. conversation because it didn't mm-hmm. have to be a thing. Yeah, but I, but at that point, like he's he, I mean, but the young I don't bucks know. tried being, it. The young yeah. bucks tried it. Like they didn't need to go there. Like yeah. why are we going to pretend that? I mean, there's definitely like a whole culture element to it. Like, mm-hmm. are they? I mean, they might like sneakers, but like if we're talking about. I mean, I don't know everything about AJ Francis, a.k.a. Top Dollar, but mm-hmm. like, just like, I, I, I don't know. Our, did, what were the Young Bucks even trying to say? What was the point that they were making? I don't know, but they also follow, followed it up with only where he ain't buying unless it's resale price will make you trend just by mentioning you mentioning you here in the bio. So yeah, saying like, that don't, they're the reason that Top Dollar is trending. It's, it's, just, it's just fuel to the fire. And then Top Dollar released a diss track um, 
a sneakers diss track like this week or something like that. Like, oh, sorry, not this week, like yesterday or something. Yeah. And and then even like Max Caster has jumped in and said he ghost wrote his song or something like. It's just stupid. No it's one cares. Like, why? Nobody cares. Do this. Yeah. Just calm down and be adults and like don't. Yeah. Do these Twitter things that are worthless. I mean, whatever. It. The sad thing is that we are now putting and lots of people are now putting their energy into this which is just like Mm -hmm. negativity and people arguing and it's Mm -hmm. like what's even the point yeah exactly exactly and it's just but the part that bothers me that i just want to mention to hit home is like the young bucks do this a good amount with different Mm -hmm. people and i do kind of think like okay bullying is definitely a loaded term and i would not say that they're bullies but i do think that when you have a platform and a huge fandom you just need to be really careful about the things that you say or else you not only invite hate towards certain people but you like literally propel people to do like if john cena tweeted the same thing it's like okay now all of john cena's fans are attacking mm-hmm. top dollar like that's the part i don't like whether exactly. or not it was i don't care everyone goes back to we didn't mean to do it like we didn't intend to do something bad. but like that's the irresponsible part of it like yeah and the just thing don't is engage he didn't even put young bucks name in the original no. tweet so again i still don't understand and no one how cares we about got... your freaking sneakers we yeah. don't care about your sneakers young bucks we don't no one cares They're i don't trash. i don't i don't understand how we got from there to there to be quite honest i i still don't understand um well yeah i don't either but i think it's but i think that the reason the way we truly got there was by the young bucks acknowledging it yeah and then that really fuels it because then in people's heads exactly. it's like oh well now this is real that this is about them when like just ignore it and move on and like go mm-hmm. do vice vp stuff at aew like stop arguing with people on twitter that's not what vps of companies should be doing but mm-hmm. i don't know what i don't know i'm not a vp of a wrestling company exactly so it's just it's just annoying i wish stan Wars would end Honestly, it's like there's so much wrestling out there, guys. You can you can take it all like a buffet, or you can do or you can take none of it, and yeah, no one needs to know it either. Exactly. Like I just don't understand so much energy put into to. You know who's cool? (laughs) The people who aren't tweet like the people who are just quiet, quietly (laughs) enjoying it all, or Mm -hmm. like I'm just here for a good time. Like I like that's what we. And that's our listeners. Most of them, I'm sure, just like happy to be here, happy to take in wrestling, happy to not deal with the drama. But you know what, you guys, Mari and I, we're here. We're here to deal with the drama. And, exactly. Um, and one one last thing before uh-oh. we end the shoot. Oh, uh, no. It's, it's my infamous uh, out of nowhere shoot. Oh, no. Um, I need a sound effect. A sound bite. (laughs) A big old like, what the fuck is going on over here? Like, wow, women of wrestling, get your shit together. Like, get your shit together. What are you talking about? So reports just came out. I saw something about Tessa, but I didn't even read it. At Fightful on Fightful.com, Sean Ross Sapp reported that uh, wow. The, the the new wrestling company that's the women's just a women's wrestling it's we yeah. talked about it what did we talked about it last week or the week before 
AJ Lee is set to be a producer. They're supposed to debut in 2022. Uh, They approached La Rosa Negra uh, to come work in the company, specifically to work with Tessa Blanchard. So if you, yes, (laughs) if you, (laughs) if you don't know, the whole reason why we kind of steer clear about Tessa, talking about Tessa to begin with, and why we just do not like her, you know, or, or like talk about her. Tessa Blanchard was accused of spitting on and using racial slurs backstage uh, to another female wrestler. That female wrestler's name is La Rosa Negra. Which, and and Tessa Blanchard has a, never apologized. Name. It's a great name. Tessa yes. Blanchard has never apologized for those actions, even though there's been several witnesses to say that the event happened. She says she denies it. She denies that it it ever happened. Uh, she has been out of work in the wrestling um, community for about a year or so now once those allegations came up. But like we mentioned last week or two weeks ago, she is now signed with WOW Wrestling. I did not know in what this report also said. She's a casting director for WOW Wrestling. And, Wait, who um, is? Tessa. Tessa. Yes. So they are going all ten toes down with this Tessa, with Tessa being a, a pillar of their show. And I knew that originally, and I was just like, you know what? It's cool. I don't have to watch it. I don't have to talk about it. Sure. Cool. Yeah, but, but now, with this report saying that they um, approached La Rosa Negra to be in the company to work to basically rehab Tessa's image, yeah. and they're saying that sources close to La Rosa Negra, Negra said that the, the um, it's insulting. It's insulting that they asked her that because, and it's insulting to me too, as a black person, as a black yeah. woman, like it is not our job to rehab the, um, the rehab, the person who wronged us. Why, why should I help rehab her um, reputation? Yeah. When she has wronged me and, or has not apologized. I mean, they, but the, I mean, look, I guess this is kind of where I fall, which is like, is it really, why are you going to go, like, don't do this. Like, don't ruin your, your show over Tessa Blanchard. Like Tessa Blanchard is not only not worth it from (laughs) like the performer perspective. I mean, Tessa's whatever great performer at many times has had very impressive performances within impact wrestling but you don't need people who are super problematic as well as potentially racist is part or even like saying and doing racist things in your company that just is that that puts you in a place where you're dead in the water from the beginning so yeah maybe do something different and be willing to say we're wrong we're learning like that's what i would love if all of a sudden we see them say we've heard you we're listening and Tessa will no longer be part of this company. What would be even more impressive, but it won't happen because she's racist, but like Tessa <laughs> stepping down and not, you know, being in this, not being part of the company because she knows that she's dragging them down by being associated. Mm-hmm. I don't think she cares. I also will point out that last year beyond among our other problematic things, like, the whole way that she left Impact Wrestling was oh, yeah. super sketchy. Like, I think she was supposed to have a number of matches. COVID was happening. She hadn't defended the championship in a long time. 
didn't show up for a match. They had to rebook it. I think she stalled the championship, never returned to Impact after that. And then rumors were that she'd go to another wrestling company. And then that's when all of this, like, at least from what I remember, that's when a lot of different stuff about Tessa just being super problematic came out, um, mm-hmm. including the story about the Rosa Negra. So maybe yeah, it, just like make better decisions and don't put up with yeah th- that is horrible there are already there are already reports that there's a little friction in <laughs> behind the scenes that wow like if you yeah. put if you put the whole racial slur usage aside um exactly. it, it is documented that um she has been difficult to work with like matt correctly pointed out here so um I don't care. I, I don't care if she steps down. I really don't. Um, I'm fine if she stays on at at WoW. You know why? Because I'm, no. I'm not going to watch no, 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 it. No, no, I don't no, no. care. No, because if she... That's the problem. If she wasn't associated with this from the beginning, our reaction would have been completely different. But what it says to me is even at this point, like, their judgment's already questionable. Yeah. And this type of thing could happen again. And also... I mean, beyond Tessa being involved with the company from the be- I mean, literally from the beginning because they're mm-hmm. just starting. But beyond that, like, it's just like what? Like, I appreciate Tony Khan so much because I feel like a lot of the decisions he's made in AEW. There's AEW needs to do a lot of work for a lot of things, but yeah, he. I think he does a pretty good job responding when issues come up or responding like a corporation might respond which we Mm -hmm. even see wwe doesn't even respond like responsibly to a lot of things but this is just a mess who's in charge at wow i have no clue but i I think it's a genie bus i heard genie bus is the one who's behind is that a money situation I don't. I don't know, but Jeannie Bus is the who's Jeannie Bus. Form- we talked she's- about Jeannie Bus last week. I think. I don't think we did. She's she's like know. the owner. Someone she's knows. part owner of the Lakers, or she was her her family owned the Lakers, and I can't remember if she's still the mm. owner or part owner. But and yet, does it even matter? Yeah, she's the president of the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh my gosh! Hold on. Mm-hmm. This is Jeannie Bus. I've never heard of this. I've never seen this person in my life. She yeah, she owns WoW. She she's changing you, the status if, quo. If you never heard of her, it's because you don't watch basketball. Because she was well, she yeah, she really was. She's the one who brought on Magic Johnson as lie? like the um. <laughs> she was the one who no. brought on Magic Johnson as like. Oh, I think so the she's GM just been around. She, her she's her been around. Her family is like old money. Her her dad owned the Lakers. He passed away. It it passed down to her. Yeah. I think there was some sort know, of inheritance, man. like weird inheritance thing. I don't know. Don't quote me on this anybody, but like, she's mostly known for being Jerry Buss's daughter, and he was the owner of the Lakers. Once yeah. he died, I think there was something they were trying to figure out how you know, how to split the assets because like uh, her her uh, her brother Jim Buss they're, they're, like there's it was a lot of infighting or something, but she she's well known. She's a well known money backer. So let me just let me just say something yeah. else on this because I'm fired up as keep, I look keep, at the Wow going. website. Yeah. They are. This bothers me. Okay, uh, this is the thing that annoys me so much when it comes to this stuff. That they and we've probably mentioned it. Maybe we've mentioned it with Wow that they have a deal with Viacom CBS. 
and yes, Viacom CBS, CBS Global mm-hmm. Distribution Group. So they would be on a Viacom CBS network. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, just annoyed. Will. Like, why can't we have? I'm sure there are so many wrestling companies to take this in a different direction that are, you know, like maybe they don't have the money and the production value yet that something like WoW would have because of Genie Bus. But mm-hmm. I think of all of the smaller wrestling companies that are focused on women and have been around. Um, like Shimmer is another example. Yes, there, Shimmer, but, like, right. There are others just like inject the resources into them so that they could mm-hmm. thrive rather than creating something new that's driven by money. It's clearly leveraging like the bus name and connections to immediately get a deal with Viacom CBS before setting anything up. Like, and then I think of, and maybe they're not at this level, but I think of all of the companies that put on like the queer LGBT focused mm-hmm. shows with all their stars. And it's just like, why can't good people have nice things, including Viacom <laughs> CBS deals? I don't know, but I, it's frustrating. And Jeannie Bus, good luck to you. Um, I hope to not see you again. <laughs> yeah, you make a really great uh point there. It's just like why I mean, I'm looking at wow, they they have still they were in like they were putting on shows as late as like 2020. So it's not like they haven't been around. Um they are oh. like the original wow was we talked about it came out in 2000s. The rebooted one um was about 10 years ago in 2011. And how did Tessa get involved? Tessa's been involved with WoW. Huh? Like, yeah, that's why I'm looking at I'm looking at it right now. Like, she was she was involved with it when it was like um during its during the relaunch in 2012 and stuff like that. So this is and Bus has always been um a part of that that relaunch. Um well, it just it just didn't get uh you know, like, I, yeah. I guess it just didn't to, Yeah. Get yeah. as much spotlight, but now they're like kind of reintroduce. They're like finally reintroducing the company now that the wrestling landscape has changed. And I think it, it's very obvious that with AEW putting up really good numbers, WWE's numbers are are solid. It's not, yeah. It's it's not unreasonable that CBS and Viacom are seeing those numbers and are like, yeah, we want something like that on our channel. And yeah. Genie Bus has the connections to make it work, and they're trying yeah. to reboot it by bringing in um, AJ Mendez. But it's just kind of like you're also shooting yourself in the foot. And I understand what you're saying is you want her held accountable and you want her fired, and I I, I see that. But I personally want them held accountable and want them to learn their lesson by nobody watching this. To be quite well, honest, I, I want mean, them to I learn that like, type of lesson. But I also just would love to live in a world where they are like where they know it's so bad where it's not even a question. Cause like, the, yeah, no one like Tessa is not going to be in the WWE at mm-hmm. any point. Tessa is not going to go back to impact at any point. Tessa. Yeah. I'd be surprised if Tessa wasn't AEW. So let's just stop doing business with her. I mean, I mean, it's, as I'm as not as trying to get anyone want fired, to, but like some, but she did that for herself. They they wanted to they want to lean into it. They clearly want to lean into it, which is ridiculous to me. So it's whatever. I just I it is at this point it's just it's ridiculous. You know, it it's 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 a spit in the face to to wrestling fans like ourselves who are black. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's whatever. I, I 
This will be the absolute last time you hear us talk about WoW on this podcast, unless I mean, maybe the not. Earth shifts. <laughs> I mean, if it's, yeah. a, I mean, it might be some if they fire her, but if it's like, yeah, we'll yeah. mention it. Um, but yeah, like, I I feel like our whole it's so funny. I'm now on the WoW page, and it remind um, mm-hmm. the characters remind me so much of, of Glow. I don't even Glow. think it's Glow. There's another, um, there was a, like a prom- promotion. Okay, I do want to figure this out. There was a promotion Matt. that had like Cowgirl Sally and um, like it had like a bunch of really campy characters. If you know the answer to Matt's question, let us know in the comments. That is the end of the tweet shoot. Me. <laughs> yeah, tweet tweet him. It was like um, a really fun, well-funded promotion that was yes. probably on like DVD and it was a woman's promotion and they had like I don't care anymore because we've yeah. been here for three hours. Wait, that's what I'm saying. Tweet <laughs> me though. We gotta go. Um, so Matt, where can the people find you? At my at home. I'm at home and uh it's the the heat. Uh the it's still hot in here. Um, so that's where I'll be. Other than that, you could find me on the wrestling wrap up with the one, the only Mari Fourth at Mari Talks Too Much, to like the number two. Thank and you, you can find me on Twitter, stereo, um, at Matt Scott GW. That's mm-hmm. GW, like good wrestling. There Matt you Scott go. GW. So that's <laughs> yes. it. I think that's it. I, I, um, just finished up last week podcasting about Black Widow Brigade which was really fun nice. I got to interview Alex Gardner who was the creator or who is the creator of Black Widow Brigade for like two hours uh, over on Silent Podcast so that's probably the last of the Black Widow Brigade coverage um, who knows if there'll be a Black Widow Brigade season two if there mm-hmm. is if I'm part of it along with Latanya Starks and Grace Leader well Mari's going to have to host the Black Widow Brigade podcast um, yeah. so that's okay. we'll get there if we if and when we get there but yeah um, again matt scott gw and mari where could the mm-hmm. people find you i heard I, that you're <laughs> at mari talks too much who <laughs> like the number two yeah is that true you- Yes, that is true. You have correctly plugged me. Uh, I just want to remind everybody uh, again, I was on the challenger hop up. There you go. Um, we are plugging uh-huh. them this week. Please go and uh-huh. listen to that. Um, please also subscribe to the Wrestling Rehab Up um, uh, feed. We have our own feed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Give us, please rate, review, and subscribe. Give us five stars, please. Uh, Wait, we would- hold on. Give us. Like, listen, we are talking to you. You know, you hear. Okay, wait, let me. This is my 30 seconds, Mari. I'm claiming it. I'm reclaiming. I'm claiming my time to say that you're listening now. You're a fan. You like this. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't. If you're hate listening three hours in, we still (laughs) appreciate you. (laughs) And you can give us five stars, too, and leave a review. But let us know what you think, you know, please. We need to know. We need the people. We need the people to know what you think, so that they know to listen. Because we want more people to listen. And actually, the reviews help more people find the wrestling rehab. So, do your part. Flex your civic duty. Give us five stars. That's all I, I wanted to say, Mari. I like five stars. It. Civic duty. 
at civic duty. Yes. And yes. of course, again, you can always email us, um, send us your email to wrestling at Rob has a website.com tweet us okay. at, um, using hashtag wrestling or half up. Other than mm-hmm. that, we'll see you next week. Watch out for any flying elbows. Bye. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply